What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kung Fu Super Bros Podcast, the number one podcast for Kung Fu, arts, martial arts, movies, and pop culture, and scar talk. All right, guys, what episode is this? No idea. <laughs> this is 36. 36. We're getting really close to that midlife crisis. It's about to happen, guys. Yeah. But we're making it go. Are we're we your metrics, really? bro? Like, <laughs> I just live my life. One, one day at a time? A quarter mile at a time. A quarter mile at a time. <laughs> hey, Bark, say hi. Hey, what's up, folks? Enrique. What's up? Super producer Stevens. Hello. And remember, my name is Yvonne. A lot of things happened this past week for us, but uh, two of y'all went to Comic-Con, man. Well... Comic-Con Junior? Uh, and it's First of all, it's called uh, Comic-Con, uh, San Diego Comic-Con Special Edition. Enrique and I, we booked a room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. He popped on Cherry. <laughs> my Comic-Con Cherry. Hey, we're going to stop it right there. Oh, my Comic-Con Cherry. <laughs> you didn't say that, bro. You did not say that. But no, seriously. Uh, so it was a limited edition. Or what was it? Comic-Con Special, Special Edition. Special Edition. All right. So how was Comic-Con? Well, before we even start, guys, I'm just going to hand you each one of these commemorative scrolls. Uh, vamp, Jennifer Stevens, while I'm doing this. Yes. Uh, uh, Barca Ooh. is tell me, about your, tell me about your scar. Oh, oh just real quick. Uh, <laughs> I, I had a mole removed and now I have 20 stitches on my arm. For so, a mole? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> yeah. Boom, boom. <laughs> uh, so they're oh, unrolling. Shit. They're unrolling oh, some pictures. Shit, some art that we found at Comic-Con. Oh, that is so dope, yo. So, you wanna, uh, Rika, you want to describe what you're looking at? What, your, what yours is? Well, you gotta describe it. No jerk, which is a I'm gonna have you describe it. Oh my god. Do you know what? I'm so fucking annoyed. What does that say? Enrique. What does that say in the bottom? Enrique held up his picture. You turned into talking to the mic, you fucking idiot. What does that say? Does that say Voltron? Yeah, dude. It says Defender of the Universe. So, Enrique unrolled to, in his attempt to describe it to you guys on the mic, is a picture of Voltron with, is it Japanese lettering at the bottom? Uh, yeah, let's go okay. with that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Looks, can I actually see it a little bit more? I'm sorry. I'm just trying to be an asshole. I just want to look oh, at it. Oh, now you want to see it? Yeah, because I'm, I'm describing earlier. it, so I might as well look at it. So, um, yeah, we got the uh, green, red, blue, yellow tigers. It's Voltron. Tigers lines. And then we, well, yeah, some people don't know. And we got the black line in the middle there. It's, it's called um, Lion Force Voltron. <laughs> so, really awesome because the cards were trash. So, really, really cool. Is How it the same artist you? that um, you guys picked up, that Ric Flair picture? Yeah. Oh, yeah, very, so very, very cool. Uh, yeah. These are prints from uh, Justin Orr. Uh, O-R-R, you can uh, check out it? his... Yes, yeah. you can sign it. You can uh, check out his art at just, J-U-S-S, cope.com. So just scope.com. Uh, he does hip-hop and kind of uh, kaiju and uh, giant robot pop culture stuff. He had a lot of martial arts posters. Ooh. Lots of different movies. Enter the Dragon, yeah. um, Kung oh, Fu Hustle, cool. Big Trouble Little China. Drunken mm. um, Master. Drunken Master. Yeah, last year they picked up, or well, now, two years ago now, and I was last year because nothing happened uh, last year. I think three last years ago. Last time it was official. Yeah. Um, a super dope Ric Flair. Um, so we got the yeah. we got the Ric Flair going on. He, but, only, he only has one other one. Wrestler? Uh, oh, wow. And it's, uh, Macho Man. No, no, no. It's, um, what's his name? Dad, dad, the guy from AEW. Oh, Dusty Rhodes. Yes. Oh, son of a plumber, baby. Let's go. Um, so is that is that the Wu Tang Bang? Yeah, man. The Wu Tang uh, Band. Did, wow. <laughs> Are you? 
<laughs> wait, wait. We, we keep, look, wait, what did you just call him? Wu-Tang Band? It's a Wu-Tang Band. <laughs> I'm done. Red man, baby. I am done oh, no, with no, this podcast. No. I am done with this podcast. I am no longer going to be a Red man, right? As long as Enrique is, is involved in any way, shape, or form. Red, Red man? Wu-Tang hey, Band. I have never called them a band. A Can we just bitch, I hate you so much right now. Um, I don't even go at you like that, bro. Um... <laughs> Good Lord. Yes, it is a Wu-Tang clan. Um, and I love that the uh, building has a lot of the name of the different solo. Well, we have the the big 36 Chambers, but then we also have um, their solo albums kind of as a size of the oh, building. Let, let me like let that. me pause you there. Mm-hmm. He challenged you okay. to find all of the Easter eggs. And you if you if you go to his website, he has them? he has a That's story cool. of each. Of each record of each building and tells you the hit. Super, super so all of the hidden there's, stuff in there. There's lots of hidden stuff. I forget That's how awesome, many. Yeah. Do you remember? Is it the same in the Voltron one too, or just no? Ultron? I, no, okay. Well, Ultron's just so. Voltron. Yeah. Okay. No, I was just wondering. No, 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 no. he also had a, a a new one, which was a Tribal Quest. Ooh, with the same kind of setup. I'm gonna have yeah. to look that up, man, because I'm sure I'm not gonna catch everything. That's amazing. So that's really, really cool, though. Yeah, Red Man in the middle. <laughs> I like the Hong Kong So food. JustScope.com. Yeah. You can check out uh, these prints. You can pick up some art from him. Uh, he also gave uh, me a little Christmas card. He's a cool dude. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. That's awesome. Uh, Thank you, sir. Gave me a Christmas card and... Get that framed. Redman. <laughs> yes, this is Redman. I'm showing him a picture of Redman from dude, the Wu-Tang dude, band. Dude, K-Fabe is horrible, fool. Wow. <laughs> Goddamn Takao t- himself. <laughs> That's dope, man. That's awesome. What's on that other one? Uh, it's a little Christmas card with a, ah. like a buff Santa Claus with uh, with weapons. And I'm not even trying to be an asshole. Who? What robot is this? I don't know. I thought that was like I thought it was Mazinger, but it's not. So we can post stuff on this. We do have a, we do have an Instagram and a Twitter. That's just in cool, case man. you you were like, hey, who's updating this stuff? I'm gonna have to get his website for sure, though, man. Because the last two prints that um that I got from him that was super cool, man. Oh, on the back of that card, he wrote down the size for that, so you can oh, go to Amazon. Get a frame. Oh, get, you the get, frame. A get a frame. Get a frame. It's on your. It should be on. Oh no, it's on that card. Yeah. Yeah, it's on the back of the card. Uh, so, uh, comic San Diego Comic Con uh, special edition was a smaller version of it. I mean, it's still it's bigger than the largest uh, horror convention <laughs> in Florida. By leaps the, the, and bounds. It's bigger than the littlest the horse house in the horse house in Texas or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, okay. that one could fit in one corner of oh, really? the San Diego Convention Center. Yeah. Wow. Um, so it, capacity was limited. You had to have a show your vaccine card or your or proof of COVID 72 hours. You know, the whole thing. If you're out in California and especially in L.A. County, you know, that's that's kind of the, the requisite. The norm. Yeah. Um, I liked it. It was weird because you could literally find somewhere to sit and you don't have to be on the floor uh, trying to trying to charge your phone. There they was had, there was walking room. There was sitting room. Yeah. Uh, not there a lot of room. outside stuff. They only had three things. Uh, one was the Freak Brothers. They had a RV that you can go in the back and kind of uh, just relax and charge your phone and hang out. Um, they had... Um, an in, what is it, an installation? Whatever they call it, the for, La Brea one for La Brea, the NBC Universal show, and they had. Uh, oh, I've seen a lot for that one okay. for Peacemaker, and so you would go through like this training course and see. And they tell me that people were rude to you, and kind of goes along with people being rude to, to Peacemaker. Mm. And then once you were done, like you would go through this obstacle course with with Nerf guns, and when you're done, there was a food truck, and you got some free food from there. So it was pretty oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. 
And you said that uh, Cena showed up, costume and all, yeah? Well, yeah. So they did have the masquerade and uh, we bailed on the masquerade to go eat. And while we're waiting a very long time not to get served, um, John <laughs> Cena showed up as the peacemaker to the masquerade and kind of did a thing. And then when he was done, he crossed the street and he went over to the, the, um, the experience that they had outside. So overall, really cool. Um, it's weird because it's, I'm just used to so many people. Um, I mean, was it like half the size or less? I, I don't even, I, it might be half the size, but even ha again, half the size is still larger than most things. Yeah. And did you ever find out, I asked this to, to you earlier, John, did it count as your tickets? No, was no, no. Was this like it, a side thing? It, it was another thing. So I okay. still have my 2020 tickets to Comic-Con. That hopefully will count in 2022 when it's back. And, yes. And so in a couple of weeks, uh, they should say if what you need for WonderCon mm -hmm. in Anaheim and what you need for San Diego Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping that uh, we can put in some applications and actually... Uh, the the Kung Fu Super Bros could be at Comic Con. We'll we'll freaking so, record a podcast from there, man. We'll make it happen. We're trying to figure it out. Yeah. So coolest thing you saw there, uh, Mabarka? What do you think? Um, they had the well, they oh, it was a Hellboy statue. Ooh. From the second movie, Hellboy and the the Golden Army. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it, this thing was maybe two and a half feet <laughs> tall. Damn. Yeah. It was big. How it, much? Very detailed. They but they were just pre production stuff. So you oh. they were yeah. like, it's coming next year, and you're like, okay. Uh, and it, those that same vendor had a Bruce Lee statue, kind of the same size. Um, Looked really cool. Uh, yes. So I'll, <laughs> we'll I'll show you. I'll share pictures with you guys. Wow. Are you all right? I'm, all, I'm not. Not really, bro. Damn. Yeah, for sure, man. I would no, and, and so it's it's him, and like in mid pose. It mm. had. I, I want to say it actually had like real hair. Oh. Yeah. So it was pretty rad. Awesome. Um, they had Waldo things. Yeah. Waldo, Waldo, Waldo from Family Matters. I, I wish. <laughs> Don't do it, Urkel. <laughs> Don't put money where your mouth is. Money has germs. <laughs> Deep cut, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Stevens, uh, coolest thing you saw at uh, Comic-Con. Uh, Other than the scrimps you ate, bro. Uh, that was oh, a tasty as so hell, good. man. Um, I, there was lots of cool statues and stuff, but I think the bait... Um, what do you call There's those? Like, they're like... Bait is a, is a store. The... Um, yeah, they, they sell shoes like they, they always have um, shoes and shirts and toys, different colorways for Jordans and yeah. and, and the, shit that, they, the shit that none of us can afford. But like they had <laughs> like they had like small vinyl figures, mm -hmm. but they always for their booth, they have like giant so <laughs> vinyl figures. So I don't know if you call them a five, vinyl six figure, foot but tall. And so they basically took their their um, Squid Game figures yeah. and turned them into these giant figures. It was oh, really ooh. cool. They looked cool. And so you, you had the pleasure. the robot, mm -hmm. the and then the um, the three guards, right? The three shapes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So other than buying some amazing gifts for us, which I really do appreciate, I'm sure Enrique is in the same boat. Um, what was a what was a splurge of the purchase or the thing that you bought for yourself that you were kind of like, ooh, if you got anything, uh. I'm just wondering. Well, we there's lots of things. We, I did a lot of Christmas shopping. Yeah. Oh, did you? That's cool. That's cool. Uh, uh, I put stuff away. There's like a um, Mike, Mike Mignola. <gasps> uh, he wasn't there, but <laughs> <laughs> now that's not even for me, man. That's for him. Yeah. I saw him busting that in front of him one time. So it was like, <laughs> is he the one you uh, yeah. he froze yeah. in front yeah. of? Yeah. He, did, he did the Matt Leinard. <laughs> that's what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> that happened with me. But <laughs> so, so no, but um, during the pandemic, he drew. He would draw just sketches like every day. Mm. And so Jim Lee did this as well. Ooh. But so he published the, the drawings and proceeds of this book go to Jose Andres's 
um, Central Kitchen. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he, Jose Andres fed a whole bunch of people. He probably keeps feeding people mm-hmm. during the pandemic. And so he, that m- money goes to that. And it came with a print. And just not Hellboy. We're talking about just off sketches, just the stuff. Yeah, it's, just mon- it's weird. I haven't even opened it. It's like, it's monsters and all these other things. Super cool, man. All right. So I would follow him on, on Twitter and he would show drawings. And so now this is all that collection. You got a, and a print. With it. And a print. Nice. What about you, Stevens? I didn't realize there was a print in there. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't call it like my biggest splurge, but um, so cool. one of the books that I've enjoyed over the last year is Unnatural, and it's drawn by an Italian female artist, um, Mirka Andolfo. Mirka Andolfo. Mirka. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I purchased a sketchbook and then I purchased a um, commission on top of that. So I have an original Harley Quinn drawn by her. Whoa. Yeah, in my but, sketchbook. So, so it's just a thing. little sketch. I mean, it's not a, yeah. but it's it's cool. It's one of one. Yeah. She, yeah, <laughs> she draws in this in this kind of uh, anime manga style. Mm. Um, you can definitely tell that it's like a, a female artist. Okay. Um, but she is the artist on a book called Superman versus Lobo. And so that is her artwork on, I, I just handed Ivan the first two issues of that book. Oh, are, the, are these, uh, I mean, well, obviously purposely, but they're all going to be this size? Yes. Oh, very cool. That's part of the max. I line. like those big books. Yeah. They okay. have a good Harley and Joker series. What size do you think this is? Mark? Oh, that's a, it's a magazine size. Yeah. So it's like eight and a half mm-hmm. by 11, 12, nine by 12 maybe. I love the style of uh, Superman and Lobo. Like Lobo looks dirty and grimy and Superman, at least in this one for sure, looks like a Boy Scout, you know, like very, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, here's, and I feel people are sleeping on on this artist because uh, she is, she's an amazing artist. She's got her own book called A Natural, uh, which we describe in, in horror. No, no, no. It, well, mm-hmm. it's a science fiction book. And so the characters are all animals, but they're anthropomorphic animals. So think like a Disney yeah. animal movie. Okay. Uh, and in this world, you have to get married, and basically, you have to you have to um, procreate. Like you're, so it's a lot of it's kind of like um, the show with the ladies Handma- like, handmade handmade cell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, just drawn in this very cartoony animal style. Interesting. And very so, cool. and so there are there's it's interspecies erotica, yeah. uh, kind of yeah. Yeah. So it's it and it it kind of touches on LGBTQ themes. It's like, what if I don't want to procreate? What if I like, so the main character is a pig and she has, she has like a fake boyfriend in it. Yeah. Yeah. Who's another pig, but he's like, oh, we're together. But actually he has his own kind of lifestyle. Yeah, it's too. Because of the social pressure in this world. Uh, She just has a new book right now uh, called Sweet Paprika, which is about a demon girl and an angel and like opposite. It's called, it's like Romeo and Juliet. That's the unsacred one, right? Yes. Sweet paprika is another it, it one, a but I, one. I don't know what that one's yet. Okay. I don't think I have that yet. Very cool. So, but she is is, and I know you don't know on all, all, but is Superman and Lobo safe to say probably her big breakthrough? Maybe to like mainstream kind of stuff. Well, here's the thing: mainstream yeah. in the sense of like big, big DC. Uh, and so, of the two, yes, but okay. the other books have been published by Image. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's okay. not even. It's so it's an indie book, but not like oh, it's an indie indie book. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very very cool um that's awesome so it was good good experience uh hopefully 2022 is back to normal i hope so well Did the you- pro- there's problems with that though too because now post-covid dc fandom exists outside of comic-con so that could pull from there mm-hmm. d23 and marvel could are separate D23 next year okay so 
Like, does DC and does Disney go back to Comic Con? Because they PlayStation they, they has no their own thing really. now too. PlayStation has their own thing now too that they do. I wonder if like I mean a lot of that stuff. You're right. Has kind of like their own thing now. So do they do they go back to Comic Con? I think there's some like Hollywood stuff. I'll still kind of that's their showcase for some things. I mean maybe. Even, even Fox is now yeah Disney. it's Disney. That'll be at D23. Or will it? Maybe they'll keep that separate. I don't know. So there's still stuff to see. I don't know if it will ever be as was big it as it was. kind of nice to have it this size, though? If that makes any sense. Maybe that, yeah, maybe that's a good thing. It was It was like my first time going when I walked around. <sighs> not not size-wise. Size-wise, it was still ginormous. Uh-huh. But like being able to walk. Like we could walk and not bump into people in Very most cool. places. Yeah. And that is way unlike Comic-Con. <laughs> Vendors are saying they like this was the best Comic Con year ever because when there's not all these attractions outside or there's mm. not all these panels like thirty panels in one hour, whereas you have thirty panels in a day, and so it's like you're picking and choosing, um, right? You you're forced to go into the the sales floor. Maybe your thing was I only do Hall H, right? Because mm-hmm. celebrities are going to be there. I'm going to wait in line. I've met friends. We do this every year. It's like no, okay, well, like we did everything honestly in three hours. Okay. Um, and then we had all these panels. And so, um, and you could tell that, and so some panels were like, oh, we've canceled this or like this channel we thought is going to be bigger. So now you, it's moved and you have to go to the other side of the convention center. Mm. Um, there wasn't that normal little newspaper you get, mm-hmm. even the app, they didn't update the app. They mm-hmm. had like an, like a plugin in their, on their website that would show you all these things. I wonder if also just the sheer, like the fact that you say you could walk around may also made more things visible. Right, because I feel like sometimes you're just in this block. You can't see it all. Duplet. You can't even see it yeah. all. That's so. true. You know what? No one told me keep moving, keep moving. True. Yeah. This line, you, you can't line up here. That's on the end of the line. <laughs> stop. Take your picture and move. Uh, stop. Will Smith's kids walking by. <laughs> none of that normal <laughs> shit, right? Yeah, yeah. That kind of it's, it, that's annoying. Yeah, none of that, man. And so it was it was a cool experience, but also it's like. I don't know. Do we? Does everybody now miss this monster that has become Comic Con? So that's. Or is this more for the OGs, like more for the actual true fan? But there wasn't even. I mean, if you go, if you're speaking OG as comic book fans, it wasn't that either. Hmm. There was maybe two two comic vendors. Aspen Comics was there, and then a whole bunch of indies. Oh wow! So they're none so of the majors. So it wasn't the image even was not like. There. Like in the normal one where you're you have all the like the old mm-hmm. books on the side and then you have the bigger the bigger um sellers in the middle, like the the companies. You didn't have any of that. Really interesting. Oh. So it, so even like saying that it's more like OG it wasn't because it wasn't it wasn't comic based. It was just kind of like small artists. So we walked around that a lot. There was It was a giant Frankincense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was kind of like okay. a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which sounds awesome. (laughs) Like, I mean, you know, I mean, really thinking about it. Well, like I said, I did like we've shopped a lot, but I've finished a lot of my Christmas shopping. So it was nice. That's very cool. And I think that people do that as well. They're like, you know what? I'm here. I'm going to buy Safira so I don't have to deal with the craziness that. That Black Friday stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, True. I mean, that that, that makes sense. Well, I mean, Enrique and I didn't go to Comic-Con, but we were out and about uh, this past week, too, uh, man. Well, the weekend before you guys, uh, (laughs) we headed out there uh, to Vegas, not together. Well, together, but, um, you know, with our our significant others or wives. um, And uh, listen, guys, it's okay. Old school gays. Hey, 2021, bro. 2021. Shout out to my brother. Um, But um, 
We had, we did we did Vegas Vegas on the weekend, and um, I'm used to doing like a Saturday to Sunday thing. Thank God we went till Monday. I think if I I, I think I would have been wrecked if we would try to come so back. Usually that you day. go Saturday so morning, maybe Friday to Monday, yeah. but even Friday is not the full day because you're kind of it's not the. Like the being able to just get there, it's it's like the, I have to go to work and then go, if that makes any sense. Right, so right. just being able to kind of be there all Saturday once we got there, be there all Sunday. And even Monday, you just kind of get yeah. up and go, right? And and um, it was, I'm sure Vegas is always popping, but I felt like there was a Raider game. There was a uh, championship fight between Porter and, oh, um, oh my God, I'm drawing blank right now. Uh, Crawford? But Crawford, thank you. Um, there was a, we didn't know this, anime convention. Uh, uh-huh. Going on, um, Lowrider Nationals <gasps> going on, Busy and uh, Pepe Aguilar. Um, and Pepe Aguilar was at the, the hotel we stayed at, and then right next door at the next hotel was the uh, Bud, Bud Crawford and Sean Porter fight at the same night. So um, it was it was cracking. <laughs> I mean, it's always right, but yeah. um, it it was a good time. I, so I, this is I, the question I didn't pose this to you earlier, John. So I'm posing now because I was wondering about this. When we saw a lot of people walking around in cosplay for the anime convention, the guys you could tell were in different characters um, of books or, or cartoons. The girls all had the same thing. Was it a kimono with a no, thing no. in her mouth? I was trying to tell the kids and they didn't know who I was talking about. It almost seemed like little Bo Peep. Does that, does yeah, that make sense to you? Almost. Like the fraily dress out, but but a little more. Like Black Butler stuff, maybe? I, it just, but, yeah. but it wasn't just some of the girls. They were all. There's, was was all the there's a big Lolita thing happening right now. Okay. so I'm Where wondering. even at where we work, you're like, you see girls dressed up and you're like, okay, that's like, that's comfy for you. Cool. You do you. Yeah. So I was just wondering if that was like maybe like they all got together and said, let's all like in the sense of like, you know, everybody come like this. Or so, I don't know. It was just weird. And I thought, is this just an anime thing? Like they all go dressed to anime conventions this way? I, I, like at Comic-Con, I feel like every year there is a theme. Co- a theme. No, a costume that just everybody wants to be. The hot one for the year. Uh, yeah. So uh, in the past, we've had Harley Quinn. Um, this year, it seemed like a lot of uh, Squid Game. Mm, okay. Um so that might just be it. Like, this is what is popular. We saw a lot of um, um, My Hero Academia mm. uh, characters running around. Mm-hmm. Um, one guy who was dressed as a character from uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I think he was the, he's, he was a girl in that. Okay. Um, and so he bought a box, a friend's box, like a blind box, because he's like, man, I'm sipping hard for this girl, man. And I think that if I get her this box <laughs> and I... And we heard the whole story yeah, dude, just standing uh, there. And I'm like, did yeah. he tell you everything Hiro Kodijima t- does touches the terms no, of the dude, but I want I wanted to turn and tell him like, yeah, how about you just be you? Don't dress up as as this character. Be you, bro. You know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe but, but maybe she was like super nerdy. That, that was her thing. But her her thing was friends. I mean, we know friends people. <laughs> <laughs> Coolest yeah. motherfuckers out there. Yeah, that's what uh-huh. I heard, fool. So you you know what? You just you know, if she likes friends, why don't why don't you be that Ross to her Rachel? Oh, I see what you did there. Look at her. Look at her lobster. I, listen, Whoa, I, bro. Whoa, Damn, I don't know what you guys do with lobsters and gerbils. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was a it was a really good time. Um, the concert was uh, I, 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 I enjoyed the professionalism. What I mean by that is 815. It started. It's supposed to start at 8, but 815, which for concerts. Really good, right? Yep. Eight fifteen it goes, and they even give you like a ten minute countdown, like ten minutes to start. And it like, started, yeah. So it wasn't like Joe Rogan when we sat there for exactly. fucking two hours. Yeah, wow. dude, a bad wow. boy, bad boy world tour. I remember one of my favorite concerts, but I think they start to almost eleven or twelve. 
It was oh, insane. Wow. Yeah. Then we didn't get, we didn't, it didn't finish till like three. It was amazing. But I was like, holy hell. But um, no, 8.05, countdown starts. And I'm like, hey, okay. The crowd was awesome. It was little kids all the way up to your grandma. Because because it was Pepe Aguilar Jr. Well, Pepe Aguilar, not Pepe Aguilar Jr. Sorry, Pepe Aguilar, um, his son, his daughter, and then his brother, who is Antonio Aguilar Jr. So we had he was older, right? So um, and it wasn't just a straight concert; it was a jaripeo. So there was horses, beautiful horses. I saw, it's the same I saw shit some that his video dad of that. and him would do. One hundred ten percent. And he yeah. gave and he gave props to that. He said something so cool during the concert that I I and I, I, don't, I don't know if you know where this is at, but he said that when he lived in L.A. He was trying to like, you know, get money and start singing so he could do one of the do haripeos because that's what he always wanted to do. And that he would sleep on the streets of L.A. every once in a while because he didn't have somewhere to stay. And the same place he used to sleep on the streets, they have a statue of him now. Do they have a statue? Oh, where do they wow. have a I don't know where Antonio Aguilar has a statue in L.A. Is it? I'm thinking it's a Palaplacito Olvera. I'm just not trying to be dumb, but I'm wondering if that's where he would sleep and now it's there. Somewhere in East L.A.? <laughs> Who knows, right? No, I mean, seriously. So um, he, he shared that. It was very, what I really enjoyed about it, too, they did such a good job of t- about talking about, um, like, Mayan and Aztec influences and the fire, the water, the like, how it's important in our culture. And it was, it was like, all this stuff. And then it was, so it was the sun. It was always intro, like, historical intro, the sun. Um, like, acts of strength. Because it's Hadi Bell, right? Acts of strength. Uh, the uncle. I um, mean, the brother. Then it was uh, horse like dancing, and they oh, and they all sang on horses. Mm-hmm. And these horses, beautiful animals. Oh, those I are saw, the, I the saw, horses that dance. Yeah, I, yeah. I got to see two videos yeah, from, like, from oh. someone else that was there that had oh, posted. Okay, yeah. That. So the horses were dancing. Then it was like um, el paso de la muerte, backwards, blindfolded. Like it was like, and then it was the daughter who that had the all, the young crowd. It was. It was the funniest thing because we're all suited and booted. Everybody in there, 90% of the people are. But it's generations. It's hilarious. And the guy in front of me was feeling every love song in there, dude. He was <laughs> he was like 6'4". Like, he was almost so tall that I couldn't see. But like he was feeling it. I didn't get mad. I wasn't mad. And then behind me, I had these young cats. And they were just like, when the daughter came out, they were like... <gasps> And I'm like, hey, I'm in love. Like, this is it. Homes. I'm done. Like, they were just behind me <laughs> talking the whole time. And it was just hilarious. Uh, but great. She's amazing, man. That kid's going to be a superstar. And then it was like a straight rodeo. Like, we had bull riding. There was three Mexican riders against three American riders. And they won a huge check at the end of it. And then we saw a guy almost die. It was awesome. And oh, then wow. it's Pepe Aguilar. Oh, and they, they did actually have, it was funny because they're like, oh, it's time for the break. Intermission. You're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, maybe I should go to the restroom. We're like, but during the mission, our newest group. Like, it was like, it never stopped. It never stopped. So it was freaking crazy because once it got going, it just never stopped till about midnight. Wow. And then on the way out, all the old folks are just singing. Like, mm-hmm. and like we, they took over the MGM Grand. Like, people were like, lock this shit up. <laughs> it's just like, everybody was singing stuff. So um, it was a really good time. Uh, enjoyed it thoroughly. We went out that night, found a real cool place to just hang out and dance. Stayed up until. I didn't go to sleep till five in the morning. Um, it was what? nuts. Yeah, I was, man, I, I had so much. Shout out. Can we get a sponsorship from Liquid IV? <laughs> Shout out to Liquid IV for keeping me hydrated that whole weekend, man. I, I don't know if it's if it's safe for me to drink as much as I did of that stuff, but I drank so many of those things to keep hydrated that weekend. And it worked. I felt great the whole weekend. It was awesome. I'm super hydrated. It was great. Um, shout out to Liquid IV there. But um, yeah, it was a really good time. Um, enjoyed it. Uh, hung out the next day. Had great food. 
uh, awesome steakhouse. Um, enjoyed it. Had an awesome butler that was not stuffy at all. Had had fun with this and stuff like the butlers. <laughs> Wait, I was like, butler? Yeah, we had a butler. Where did you? Uh, I know. It's like that's, it's a little add on at the MGM Grand. You can add on the butler. <laughs> I was like, you guys stand uh, in the penthouse or what? He's like, towel, sir. Um, but no, uh, waiter that was awesome. Not stuffy. He was really really cool and um, had a good time, man. It was brought awesome. you a little bowl with uh, lemon and you started eating it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, that's for your hands. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. Um, saw people there that we knew. Um, um, because they were there for the Raider game and stuff like that. So it was, it was interesting. I'm like, yeah, we can Vegas. It's awesome. But really good time, man. Um, but hey, real quick question for you. Barker, you sent this, you said something to us. And I want to see what you think about that list that you sent to us. What did you send to us, John? Uh, Barstool Sports, you know, the mm. Fox News of Barstool Sports, um, <laughs> put out a list of we, favorite. We lost the South again. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> Fully boxed. Um, <laughs> it's just got that booster, huh? Ooh, it, uh-huh. it gave me the chills. <laughs> it gave me everything, boy. It gave me the wheels. <laughs> uh, no, but the so it's a it's a Christmas list of the best, the top ten Christmas movies of all time. Of all time, supposedly, allegedly. Now the internet dragged them for this list, oh, as they should. Uh, I'm trying to find my my thing out. And um, here, let's go. Let's go through this top ten and let's see, go top ten. What would you get? What you would get rid of? Should we do that one, or what you would get rid of them, and maybe your number one? Okay, okay, All right. okay. So, uh, at number ten, Bad Santa. Surprise! Surprise that it's ten of all time. Of all of time. all time. Like of none. Time. I've never seen it. It's okay. That's it's not why, bad. That's why I've never seen it. But look, I'm not. Uh, I don't know. It, Christmas time to me seems like I'm spending this with my family. Yeah. You should not watch Bad Santa with your family. Yeah. Uh, Home Alone 2 is number nine. Come on, bro. Two? Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> number eight, Miracle on 34th Street, a classic, the black and white one. Um, number seven, A Christmas Story. Classic. Yeah. Number six, <laughs> Home Alone 3, what the one we, we've all watched. What are we talking about? The one without Macaulay Culkin. Who's that kid? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I can know. find out if you want me to. But please, I'm- please do. <laughs> I want to know who the yeah, number, number five, Elf. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. And number four, Christmas uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Classic. Uh, number three, Fred Claus. I, okay, so I, I, and I didn't want to look it up. What the hell is Fred Claus? Fred Claus is a Vince Vaughn movie where his brother, Paul Giamatti, is Santa Claus. And he is Santa Claus's brother, right? Yeah. Haven't seen it either, but I knew that. I think I did, but I don't remember it. And so I then, like, know. he, you know, he in Vince Vaughn style, he he gets a group of ragtag elves and he kind of raises some ruckus in there. Oh, okay. And then he reunites with his brother. So old school. It, old school in the North Pole. Got it. Yeah. Uh, number two, original Home Alone. Okay. Uh, number one, It's a Wonderful Life. Which I, you know, it's a time travel story. But is it a Christmas movie? Yeah, it takes place during Christmas. That, that's when he has his whole mm-hmm. like it's the best. Yay, I'm back. Whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. Kind of, an angel I watched gets it. It's been such a long time ago. Is that the every really... time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings? Yeah, is that the really depressing one? It, it is till the end. It's a little depressing. Yeah. yeah, I think a better version of this that maybe we can relate to is the is the Nicolas Cage movie where he's a he's a. Face off? No, he's a car salesman. 
Isn't he? I like he's a car salesman, and then oh he, yeah, um, and he's like he like I don't know what you're talking about. Oh no, there's a movie. It's basically it's a it's a wonderful life. He, okay, he's like, what would my life be if I hadn't done this? And then that one's called it's Family Man. Family Man. Family there you go. Man. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying okay. to think of what it's called, but okay. So, oh my gosh. What are we taking off this list? Home Alone, home alone, home alone 2 and three. 3. Yes. And 2. Well, yeah, but if, yeah. Yeah, Home Alone 2 and 3, out. Bad Santa, I don't like it. I don't like it in this list because it's Christmas, man. <laughs> I don't, I just, it can move higher than Home Alone 2 and 3 as a movie, but it's just kind of rough. And again, not saying it's a bad movie, but it's, it's meh. Yeah. Uh, there's so many other good ones, though, that Fred Claus. could replace that. I don't, like, I don't remember, yeah, it, to be honest with you. I guess, but. And number 3, too. That's a Fred Claus. That's a, that's a, you could tell me Fred Claus is better than Elf. No. 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 Not at all. Dude, I, I think A Christmas Story at seven is super. You're telling me Home Alone 3 is better than A Christmas Story? Yeah. I will fight you right now. I, I, like, I, hey, I'll fight all of Barstool Sports. Like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I could you, see Miracle on 34th Street at the very top because. Not, not my thing, but I get it. Yeah. I get it. Um, it. It's a wonderful life, not my thing, but I understand. Um, White Christmas mm-hmm. is Charlie Brown Christmas. Right, but that's a t- TV special. Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, uh, we're not counting just, because it's a TV special. Yes. Okay, a okay, Christmas okay. Carol. Because a I, Christmas Carol. Any I, version. The Grinch Almost. stole Christmas. Grinch stole Christmas. Oh, I had another one in my head. Now, oh, Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man Three, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, Die Hard could be on this list. Yes. From what? Yeah. If, if you're giving me Bad Santa, which I know it has Santa in the name of it, but dude, it's not even. It's what? Because there's a caper during Christmas. That's why it's a Christmas thing. Like, and he, I, I don't know. I, 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 is I, uh, is um, Gremlins? Mm-hmm. Gremlins. Gremlins is a gr- that's yes. Gremlins. Is, is Friday after next a Christmas? I'll put Friday after next on the. It's better than Home Alone three. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's not the greatest of the of those, but it's better but it's, than it's Home Alone three. A Christmas. There, yeah, there are Christmas. people that like Home Alone three. <laughs> Stevens, if you defend you like, it's three. not me. I'm not saying. I'm just saying there Bart, are people you like Home I know. <laughs> I've never even seen Home Alone oh, three. Do tell. Who, who likes Home Alone three? There are people in my family that like that movie. Wow. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know that they would put it above the first one. I need to report one, though, people now. <laughs> like, I don't I, think I they child abuse. I don't think it would show up. Well, depending on how old they are, but I don't know that it would show up in the listen. Top Nightmare 10 Before item. Christmas. Well, Scrooge. Oh, like yeah. Scrooge. Scrooge. Like, Nightmare Before Christmas. Come on now. The Polar Express. The Adam's faces were weird, but I get you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was drawn kind of, you know. You know. Love Actually? Any Love yeah, Actually? Yeah, Love Actually. I love Love, love Actually. It's a British uh, one with the, with the signs like, hey, the, oh, don't okay. tell your husband it's me. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Run away with me. Mm-hmm. I got a bigger wang. <laughs> and then you were like, oh, you can't save a Rick. Isn't that him? Yes. <laughs> what about Christmas Chronicles? Did you guys watch that from Netflix with that, Kurt Russell, Santa Claus? Freaking Kurt oh, Russell! It was kind of cool. Yeah, I liked that too. I Kurt, watched, Russell, Kurt Russell. He fucking make hits, bro. So, like, Did not, that I'm just recently come out? Uh, it's a couple like a years because oh, okay, they've okay. had a sequel now. One and two are out. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Okay. And I'm looking. I'm I'm cheating, but number one, Gremlins is what is better than a lot of these movies. Me, because again, some of these older ones aren't my thing, but I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to understand why Miracle on 34th Street is on. I'm going to understand why those are on there. But Gremlins, 110%. Nightmare Before Christmas, come on. Like, that's a great Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I like The Grinch. Jim yep. Carrey. It's a good movie, man. Yep. Jim Carrey gets down. Um, if you're not going to give me Charlie Brown special, be- Charlie Brown, because it's in, I get that. But um, I, Die Hard. If we can count that, I would get Die Hard. What about uh, Just Friends? 
I, I would Just Friends is a cool movie, man. You're a dude. You're in that. You're what is it? The the no date, uh, the best friend zone. Or what is it? When he tells him the day date, you had a day date, bro. Yeah, that's a good movie. Just Friends is good. And again, I'm not even saying Just Friends deserves to be in the top ten, but it's better than Home Alone two and three. <laughs> like, I, I, dude, I don't get it. Yeah, um, I mean, there's so many, there's so many good ones. Did you like any of the uh, uh, Ernest Ernest does Christmas or whatever? Saves like, Christmas. I, I don't, I don't think I ever watched any of his movies. To be honest with you, I'm sure I did as a kid, but I don't remember any of it. Was he funny? Ernest Saves Christmas. Uh, we watched with the kids, and it's it's pretty cool. I, I prefer um, Ernest Goes to Jail. That that's that's like his big, like that's a big one, right? Well, Ernest Goes to Camp is the is his first yeah, big one. The first okay. big one. Jail is funny though. Yeah. So I. I um, I don't know. Like, I, like I said, I, I don't. I just don't see the the other freaking like did, Home Alone. Did any well, of you? How watch... many people have watched Fred Claus? How many people yeah. have watched like Bad Santa? Really? Like those aren't really family friendly holiday movies. That list screams like, oh look at me. Yeah. Like, like we're gonna put stuff on there just to piss you off. Yeah. Is that a, is that just a regular Bros, not a Super Bros list? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I'm not big, not a big fan of that one uh, at all. But hey, uh, if you are listening to us on Spotify, you can go and answer. You can uh, put in your opinion and answer this week's question: Which of these movies would you take out, and what you what would you replace it with? Uh, just a real quick: uh, Vulture did do their list, and they put Home Alone all the way to forty. Yeah, they, they, that's how low they have Home Alone. I, um, Wonderful Life number one. Yeah. So they do agree on that. Number two, I'll just go through the top five. Tangerine, uh, 2015. I didn't know that was a holiday movie. I haven't seen that yet. Okay. Don't know what that is. That's the one filmed on iPhone only, right? Yes. Three, Miracle, Miracle on 34th Street. Mm-hmm. Um, four, A Christmas Carol, a.k.a. Scrooge, 1951. Um, five, The Shop Around the Corner, 1940. Oh, I like that one. That's mm-hmm. a Judy Number Garland. six, A Christmas Story. Like, you know, they got some good ones here. So, I mean, Interesting. <laughs> Ah, number eight, Die Hard. So they do have that as it. Nice. So uh, they, I, it, it's interesting. Yeah. Hey, folks, we got one more thing to do before we dive into our movie Ooh. of the week. Uh, we have a listener <laughs> who uh, called in. So let's get let's get ready for this. Uh, so here, vamp while I'm pulling this All up. Right. So actually, while he pulls that up, Enrique, you know it's time, bro. Hit me with them Chuck Norris facts. Can you rip on my chest hair while you do it? Back hair, you mean? <laughs> oh, it's chest. Hold too, on. Do you want, do you want, <laughs> what do you want? Back or front, dog? That, do you want I'll me to do, do the cat hair if you want to, dog? No. Oh. I'm doing the goatee. <laughs> like whatever you want. Like that carrot. Ready? <laughs> Go. <laughs> 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 what do you got? Chuck Norris once shot an enemy plane down with his finger by yelling, Bang! <laughs> I believe it. Yes! All right, folks. Yes. So, uh, listener of the week, what do you got to tell us? All right, Super Bros. You watch Big Brother. Now you got to watch a real Donnie Yen movie like Raging Fire or Into the Fat Dragon. I just, I don't know what else to tell you guys. Uh, but keep up the good work. Love the podcast. Listen to it every Monday as much as I can when Jesus lets me. Uh, otherwise, have a good one. Keep up the good work. Can't wait to hear more. Thanks. Bye. All right. Hey, sir. Thank you for calling in. Hey, we hey. always appreciate uh, the 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 fans chiming in and letting us know uh, whether they like something or they don't. If, if you don't like stuff, again, send us a send us a voicemail. We're gonna talk shit though. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> sir. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What's this man saying? 
I believe this man's name is Tom. Shout out, Tom. Thank you for hey. listening, first of all. Hey, Thank you for Tom. calling hey, in. Tom. Before, before Thank Marga kayfabes you, I just want to let you know, man, we appreciate you. Um, <laughs> I will tell you, though, that I, I personally think there are some other movies that we could totally watch Donnie and Wise. I agree with you 110%. I've been asking for Iron Monkey. Um, I think it's a dope one. Um, I think that's really, really good. We have watched Hero, which he's in. So if, if you didn't catch Hero, man, go check that. He gets down. I know he's not the main dude in it, but he gets down in that one. But if you want Donnie Yen, there's a lot to choose from. But I, I really would love to see Iron Monkey. So, but my question is, so you only, do you only know Donnie Yen from like the 2020 movies? Because you missed Mulan. Yeah. I mean, you enter the Fat Dragon. Cool. Yeah. Uh, my dude, go do some deep dives into yeah. Donnie Yen. Uh, Legend of the Fist. Blade 2. Uh, bro. Yeah, he's in some stuff, man. So I, I, there is some really good movies out there. We will get to him for sure. Um, I, but like, it, you you even kind of said this about him, Barker. He kind of missed his starring American. But, but I, roles, I think I think that's know? for the best. Mm, yeah, okay. he's like, you know what? I'm good. Mm -hmm. I bet you he got he got offers. Um, but it, so it, the movie he recommended is a movie that recently got Reggie Fire just came out. Mm -hmm. I heard it's a banger. Okay. In, in Enrique's parlance. Um, Enter the Fat Dragon. I've been wanting to watch. Yeah, but son, there's a whole bunch yeah. of movies that I. Um, any of the other Yip Man? Uh, yeah, any of the Yip Man. What about uh, Once Upon a Time at Once Upon a Time in China Part Two? Ooh, latter scene, one of the greatest fight scenes of all time. So, I mean, but thank you for that. We really do appreciate it, man. We will get to some of those for sure. Um, because he's got some good stuff out there, man. That that do gets down. Um, obviously, as we can see in all his movies, even when he's fighting on top of desks. Before before we move on, oh. um, uh, did you have just a, a fifth before we move on? I just yeah, you did know you that. have a birthday recently? I Is did, that correct? Yeah, yeah. Let me. Uh, a Barca's nothing older. crazy. Yeah. Nothing crazy, but. Oh. Yeah, bro, I love it. <laughs> this is. Uh, I'm holding a chia pet box. Ch -ch 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 chia. Uh, this is the child. <laughs> this is the way. Is what I'm hearing. Um, so the Chia is actually all around. It's his little, the little, um, the pram, mm -hmm. the thing he flies in and the like cushion is all, is all the baby Yoda. So thank you, sir. You're welcome. For this. That's awesome. Man. Hey, one last thing. <laughs> I know that you love baseball. Yeah. I know you're a huge fan. Mm -hmm. So I got you this autograph picture. Uh-huh. Of Manny Machado. No, he didn't. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> what? It's personalized. It says, I tracked him down. He was at Comic-Con. He's like, hey. I said, hey, my friend, he loves baseball. And I know he's going to love you, Manny Machado. So <laughs> Fuck Manny Machado. Wow, bro. Damn, bro. Yeah. He got you that picture. And he also got you one of Jose Canseco. Like... <laughs> He got his book signed for you and everything, bro. Come on. I also got you a, a a picture of Pete Rose that says, "Yes, I did cheat on baseball." <laughs> Heard to sign anything. All right, we'll be back after this break. After Fist of Fury, the Big Boss, Enter the Dragon. Now, the Ultimate, the Way of the Dragon. <laughs> Dragon whips his tail. Starring Bruce Lee conquering evil in Rome and using all his fighting skills in this authentic martial arts adventure. Close the door. You are crazy. Thank <laughs> you. 
They will kill you. Kill me? Who? The Way of the Dragon with superstar Bruce Lee as Tang Long and co-starring some of the world's greatest fighters. Chuck Norris, seven times world karate champion. Robert Wall, the 1970 number one karate professional. Wong in Sik, Korean master of Hapkido, all in The Way of the Dragon. Bruce Lee's greatest achievement as star, director and scriptwriter, The Way of the Dragon. in the Colosseum in a very different way. The way of the dragon. Bruce Lee, the way of the dragon. And we are back. <sighs> I'm, I don't know if I'm ready for this, guys. I'm so excited. Hey, Barker. <laughs> Hit him with the back of the box. Hey, folks. Way of the Dragon, uh, 1972 film. Legendary Bruce Lee's only complete direct, directorial film. Hey, I'm so excited. Hey, Abarka, hit him with the back of the box. Legendary Bruce. Uh, first of all, we... <laughs> no, no, no. We, I Googled the synopsis, and it was like, Asian Garbage. man goes to Rome, fights karate dude. <laughs> so bad. So bad. So A. Barker, hit him with the back of the box. Legendary Bruce Lee's only complete directorial film is packed action. <laughs> Not action packed, but packed action. <laughs> and epic fight scenes. Lee visits his relatives at their restaurant in Italy and has to help them defend against brutal gangsters. Who wrote this? <laughs> I just copy and paste it. Has to help them defend against brutal gangster harassing them. Listen, Bruce Lee comes to Rome kicks everybody's ass with Chinese boxing. Boom. That was a better back of the box than the one he got. Yep. Uh, this film <sighs> stars Bruce Lee as Tang Lung, Chuck Norris as Colt, Robert Wall as Fred, Nora Miao as Ching Ching, Paul Wei Ping Ao as Ho, my favorite character in this whole movie. <laughs> He's got a little a red hat. That He's got awesome with glasses. Bro, in oh, that best matching the yes. hat dog. Boy. So this character got copied for a recent movie, right? Uh, I, well, I'm going to tell you something right now. Bruno Mars copies all his style from Ho from this movie. Seriously. I'm going to tell you, I said it. I said it again. Bruno Mars dresses like this man all the time. He stole it from Way of the Dragon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Wang Sung Sing as Uncle Wang. Uh, Tony Liu as Tony. Uh, Huang Ik Shing. He's the Japanese uh, karate master. Unicorn Chan as Jimmy. Jimmy is the one that looks like Chabelo. <laughs> yeah, he does look like Chabelo. Dai <laughs> uh, Ching as Ai Quen, which is the the funny brother, the other one, the the, the one that does uh, Chinese boxing. John mm -hmm. uh, T. Ben as the boss, and Chabelo, holy shit, you uh, it. Melissa Longo as the Italian beauty. 
Holy crap, she comes in. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just going to stop. I'm stop. All I'm right. Sorry. So sorry. that's a cast, Enrique. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, okay, good. Enrique, go. Go, Enrique. Go. Go. Enrique. Go. What do you think of this? What do you think of this movie, bro? Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I, I don't I get his ass kicked. That's what I, I heard. I, I, uh, I did. I didn't like it, this movie. Oh, okay. All right. So, hey, guys. Uh, it was fun. Episode 36. Thank you, guys. <laughs> we made it 36 in a row. We made it 36? We made 36. it to 36. Almost 36. We didn't get it to 40, We didn't get it to 40. We just made it, it was, to 36. It was, wow. it was a good effort. Oh, wow. Um, I, I used to think <laughs> You can't sing that, bro. Oh, you can't sing that, bro. Not even because we'll get sued. There's other reasons, but you can't sing that anymore. Come on to the Space Jam. It doesn't hit the same. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. The Bruce Lee's, I mean, Bruce Lee's great. He's amazing, but... Bruce Lee um, is goddamn charismatic and fucking charming in this movie. Bruce, Bruce Lee's great. Um, Chuck Norris came in an hour and 40 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, what whole, an entrance! Yeah, dude, look like a badass. Yeah, the 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 final fight scene. Came, I mean, that was it was cool. It looked it looked great. I mean, it, that was that was cool. I know it's no silent rage, guys, but I think <laughs> it's, it is no silent rage. This is number two. Wow, <laughs> yeah, this is number two. Chuck Norris is actually good in this at the at the end after he comes in with with ten minutes left in the movie, but. Um, no, he was he was cool. A lot, of, a lot a of back hair. This movie. Um, a lot yeah. of front hair. A lot of a lot hair. Of, yeah. <laughs> On his um, head too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the other thing that stuck out to me was the character uh, Ho, uh, which is uh, Hangover, Mr. Chow from the Hangover. That's literally who they. <laughs> that's what you were talking about. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I mean, that's I literally you. who they. That I, I immediately thought of that, but um, I mean, but overall, the the movie's not for me. Uh, please tell me why I'm wrong, because I'm I don't know. I just didn't hit with me. Because mm-hmm. you hate Asian cinema, like. You're- <laughs> So, I will tell you from the beginning, I I like where this movie goes. Uh, Right from the beginning, I think Bruce Lee did something that was super cool um, when he made his movies. Is he was really he wasn't about the wires. He wasn't about the the floating around and stuff like that. That just wasn't his thing. He wanted to show you real as real as it could be martial arts. Right. I know that the darts are a little funny, but he was trying to show you his thing. Um, I love that we have Chuck Norris, who at that time is a seven time world champion of karate. Right off the bat, opening credits, he gives you not only the character, the the, yeah. the art, the the actor, but he says mm-hmm. Chuck Norris, seven time world champion. Then we also have a uh, Taekwondo champion. Yeah, and we have uh, something else. I can't remember the third one. I'm sorry, he's like, a blank on that one. I, he he, he re, you know gives gives the actor respect, and then mm-hmm. also gives the martial arts respect. The martial arts, which I thought was super cool. Um. I like that Bruce Lee tackles stuff in this movie that I don't think was really out there yet, but in he did it the best way he could. So right from the beginning, we see him land and um, that awkward scene where that lady just keeps looking at him. And it's like, like he's saying a lot without saying anything. I, I thought that was super cool. I love that scene. It's awkward as hell, though, but I love that he's trying to say, look, man, I'm barely here. This is already what's happening to me. Dude, I... Um, I was in Arizona and I went to um, what what's this restaurant called? Which one? The the white people restaurant, Cracker Barrel. Yes, oh. Cracker Barrel. Yeah, Cracker Bro, Barrel. I'm sitting. <laughs> I love how Enrique wasn't there. He's like, Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I, in Flagstaff. In Flagstaff. No, no, no. It I, was before that, but yeah. Dude, I, I'm sitting. That was kind of awesome. I'm sitting at this restaurant and there's a lady across the way 
mad dogging me like this little lady in is mad dogging Bruce Lee. And there's a so if you watch that scene, the husband or whoever comes and is so like, hey, how's it going? And that lady still is just giving him yuck face. That's how that lady gave me yuck face. Like her, she was on like on a on the like a couple's date, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, hey, what's going on? And she'd be like, I know, I know. and nah, nah. and then goes back to me, freaking mad dog. <laughs> and I think we've all been in some situation or something. I've had like sometimes it's been on the opposite side. Like what I mean by that is me being like I when I would go to Mexico and visit people, like I would get sometimes the opposite side of it. My nickname was Wolio because I was brown on the outside, but white on the inside. Like it's it's no matter what, we've all been in that situation. And I love that little scene because he says so much about this, what him and his cousins and his family and whoever's there are dealing with. But that's it. Like he doesn't. We talk about getting hit over the head a lot with stuff now, right? Even though when we don't think it is. But, you know, we like, oh, but he said a ton right there. Mm-hmm. And then there's another scene where he talks about martial arts where I'm just like, God damn it. I love you so much for what you did to, for, for for Asian cinema and for martial arts movie that people probably don't even know. Um, and I'll talk about that when we get to that. But that was one of those scenes where I was like, hell yeah. And and I know his com- the comedy is a little goofy. I get that. The whole him having to go to the restroom all the time. But like, what was know, that about? Well, he had seven he had, yeah, or first off, yeah. He couldn't even order. Like, he was trying to order. And then that lady was like, and like, really, lady, you thought he ordered that many fucking soups, you dumb bitch? Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's kind of like, this is this is a struggle, right? And then, of course, he's jacked after that, right? And I think he's jacked for the whole movie. <laughs> like, he has off runs seven soups. for the whole movie. He has a run <laughs> so Chuck Norris gets there. That's how long he dealt with the runs. Which, if you've ever been in other places, I've had that happen to be in Mexico. Where you feel like you have runs for the whole time that you're there. Oh, <laughs> Until yep. Chuck Norris shows up. So, <laughs> that's the thing. Now, okay, and I should have said this before this. I will... And I and I know this, and 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 you can hate on me for that. You can you can call me the barstool of this of this podcast. Um, this might be, and it's hard for me to really try to go back and remember, but this might be the first time that I saw Bruce Lee on screen. This movie, not that it was the first one he made, yeah. but when I was able to see him, and also Chuck Norris, which I know you hated him in Silent Rage, but literally Chuck Norris was that dude too for me growing up because of this movie. And um, he was he was good in this. Yeah, he, he really was. Yeah. He, he really was. And I, and I and I want to speak to that. And uh, Stevens and I had a conversation about the, the how much of a difference a good fight choreographer makes. Well, so one, he of the, show off. one of the little trivia bits is that uh, Bruce Lee cast Chuck Norris in the film because he was one of the few who was fast enough to take him on. Yeah. So like just showing that there's and that respect for he's the karate champion. Like I, I want him. Right. Yeah. So it's. So, of course, a lot of what I'm I'm talking about right now, dude, is goes back to literally being as li- being a kid and not maybe a little kid, but being a kid and my I, my mind being blown. I mean, uh, yeah, they, I, I definitely after watching this, I definitely sat there and, and was kind of like, man, it sucks that I didn't get to watch this as a kid because I would have appreciated it more than what I did now. After You've seen a lot of other ones, right? A lot of other things that are better, that are faster. Right, than I, right, right, right. It's just it's but it's it's unfair, right? Because it's like. Does does any of that get made? Like, right. Zay, no, I understand. I, that's a big that's a big leap. Maybe not made, but do we get some of the stuff that we get? But it's just not going to have that impact for me, right? Because it's I'm not I'm not seven, eight, mm-hmm. ten years old. So mm-hmm. uh, that sucks, and I hate that that I didn't get to watch them at that age. But I mean, it is what it is. I didn't, yeah. and then so it doesn't have that same impact. Yeah. And, and, I, it sucks. and I can respect that, and I totally understand that, and I think that's why I'm on the complete other side of it. Yeah, 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 for right? sure. Where for I'm, sure. I'm, I'm totally going to to sitting in front of a TV that was also a table that also had a dolly on it that also yeah. had pliers that we had to change to get there, and yeah. and I and I'm almost 100 percent certain it was KCAL five. 
Probably. Like in my head, like that's what I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. I'm like remembering this this moment and and just being like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, sure. and who is this dude that is just jumping off the screen? Um, you 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 alluded to that. He still yeah jumps off the screen, and he does things in this movie that like like that scene at the beginning that just now as older I truly do appreciate that that kind of like subtle of like this is what I this is what people like me go through when we go certain places, which I think all of us in some way, shape or form can have had a situation maybe like that where you're like, damn, man, like that's kind of cold blooded. Um, so he gets there. Um, uh, he he does a thing that a lot of my family members do when they visit. They're like he was scared to ask for help. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's, he's, he's just going to do what he needs to do to get what he needs to get. Um, <laughs> but it's so funny that the one person he truly does ask for help is a little kid. Yeah. And it almost, and again, I love how that speaks to like maybe the innocence of a kid, right? Like, I don't trust these older people. That lady looked at me like I was a murderer, but this kid is a kid and I trust that I can maybe hopefully ask him for help. So he, 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 he feels the innocence in the kid, right? But it doesn't really go the way he wants it to go or whatever, but, um, you know, super cool. Then like the whole, the whole scene with the, the ordering the soups with the food and the lady and like the lady brings him back seven bowls of soup. Like, girl, ain't nobody order seven bowls of soup. Like, don't be an ass. I you know what I'm saying? Or do you order seven bowls of soup? Oh my God. <laughs> Bring them at the same time. Don't even say Seven different bowls of soup. Siete de siete mares. That's the thing. He had siete of all different kinds of tacos, bro. That was the thing. But like, even that little scene of like him eating all that, because now he's going to eat it. Right. Like, which I think we've all done that at some point in time. We're like, oh, man, I got to eat this. Mother. Like, whatever it is. Right. Because you made the mistake yeah. or whatever. But like, it, it reminds me of a story. Dude, my dad told me this. Like, he had a, a dude that he knew that came over from Mexico and he took him shopping. He was living on his own and took him shopping. Man was ordering, was eating dog food because uh-huh. he didn't ask for help. And my dad's like, what are you doing? And he's like, was this going to that? No, he's like, no, dude. Like, no, 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 no. And he like, he like, he had to like help him figure that out. But it's like, like, Bruce and I, like he asked a kid, but that's it. He's just going to try to get some food because that's what he wants. Right. And it's like, it just little things like that. I was just like, damn, dude, this dude's saying Aww. a lot without hitting you on the head with it. Right. He's just telling you, look at the stroke. And I really appreciated that. And maybe I'm looking way too deep into it, but that man is a very, he's a very philosopher. Like that was what he was he's about. Very philosophical. Very, yeah. very much To the so. point where I think his, the cousin, okay. So I watched the non-dubbed version, which I've never seen not dubbed. Yeah, well, well, they so were where, where, where did you watch that? I, it was one. I got. I think I got the wrong one on Amazon. Okay, because there were several ones, and I chose that one. Okay, and it was in Cantonese, and so she's not his cousin in this version. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. It, it's always feels like he's they're the cousins. Well, but I think we go back to the cousin and uncle, where yes. it's really cousin, but it's not cousin of relation. So and it's uncle, but so not uncle by relation. We've seen we've seen her before. Yeah, she's in the she's in the other movie. Um, and the other Bruce Lee movie. Yeah. The, he, they kind of follow the, the Golden Harvest actors, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like Ron Ron Shaw has his like, troop. Enter the Dragon one? No, she's not in Enter the Dragon. Oh. Fist of Fury. Oh, Fist of Fury. 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 So she's in Fist of Fury. No, but like, the, so the cousin has been here for a while and mm-hmm. she starts saying, hey, not every foreigner here is going to uh, treat you bad. The cousin is assimilating well. Mm-hmm. A little too well because she's got like a little fancy car. Yeah. And and he's, um, Tang Long is trying to fit in and he's like, BMW? And she's like, hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, Rolls Royce? Hmm. Yeah. Mustang? And she's like, just get in the car. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, stupid. Funny. Like, country. 
Uh, country cousin, get in the car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. don't know. You see how mad she got when he said Mustang? Like, yeah. like get in the car with your dumb ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, damn, girl. Like, he, yeah, he is your country cousin. Yeah. Not literally cousin, but yeah. country cousin. Yes, I, I agree with you. So, um, so there was a lot at the beginning like that, which again could just be taken as like, ha ha, he needs to go to the restroom. Ha ha, he ordered the wrong food. But I don't think he was going for ha ha's. He's a, he's a stranger in a strange land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So then we get to the point where she gives, she, well, he's not even supposed to be there. It's supposed to be his uncle, which again, uncle or not uncle, whatever it is, right? Um, It's supposed to be there. But the uncle sends Bruce Lee because he he's sick. The uncle is sick. So he sends Bruce in his, in his place because they need help because they're, which I, lo- I love when they're driving to her apartment. They're like, that's where the syndicate is. That's where that's oh, that, yeah. the exposition drive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you, here's, here's all the information you need. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're not even going to show them in the car. We're just going to show We're you gonna, And talk over it. <laughs> yeah. Talk over it. I love that. Um, including we saw their hideout, right? Like their like place and stuff. I thought that was really funny. But, um, uh, we find out that Syndicate is trying to get her her restaurant because they want to they they want they want to own it they want it back, you know and she's trying to stop it and she doesn't understand why the uncle sent Bruce like why this guy mm-hmm. right so she has that conversation with them about assimilating you know and it's real funny because they're having this conversation but in the in like the behind the girl is uh, we only know her as Italian beauty number one yes. <laughs> Which it seemed like it was a big deal that they got this actress, Super Producer Stevens. Can you see her filmography? Like, because they even made it a point to tell you, like, she's in the movie. It was like all the action stars and her. (laughs) So So I thought, like, okay. A filmography, a Mr. Skin profile. (laughs) Yeah, please. Because um, (laughs) so she kind of like comes over to him and puts her arm around him. So they're like, you're telling me to. To do what do do as they do to me, so he puts his arm around her too. But my boy Bruce is so country that he's like, "Why are we going to your room?" It's like, "Bro, come on, come on, Bruce, you know why, dude?" But like, and this he, is my this is my note exclamation point tutors. And it's funny because it also shows you the vainness of Bruce Lee that he's so in. He sees a mirror and he's like. He starts doing his thing. First off, one, like, damn, that boy fast. Like, you just see it. But then you're like, you're so into you, bro, that you don't even know homegirls in the other room slipping into something comfortable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? But then th- they do the thing that happens a lot in, in these movies. Jackie Chan does this a lot. Jackie Chan did this in um, Wheels on Meals, um, uh, where he, like, when the girl says, let's have sex, she, he's on, no, and they leave, right? Where she comes out, and what what, what does she have? A burger? She got tits. <laughs> And he's like, I'm gone. And he just takes off, right? And I'm like, fastest movie he had in this whole movie was running out of that apartment, right? But then we never, we never see the Italian beauty again. Well, you only had it for... <laughs> you can only afford it for that much. Yes. So I can she do... She paid little... by the boob? Or she, <laughs> <laughs> she charged by the boob? I can do a little bit more digging, but it does look like she's got some kind of risque movies on her... <gasps> she's on her Manuel? thing, but she started off as... Um, uh, as a poet and a painter. Hey, you know what? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she, she got into movies and to acting. Um, and she begins a long journey as an actress playing in more than 70 films. Wow. wow. Okay, so she a big so, Yeah. Yeah, she was. <laughs> it's funny. My notes are Wink. Bruce has game. Next line. 
Who's got scared some titties? That's what I added to my notes. Well, oh, oh, um, oh, I'm, I'm looking at Enrique's notes. <laughs> what is this? Boyoing. <laughs> um, so we'll take a we'll take. Is there a drink called Boing? <laughs> we'll take a sponsorship from that too. But uh, bang, you mean? No, there's a, look, look Boing. Up, there's a Boing. It's like boing. a yeah. juice drink. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so then we get another scene where, which I thought was was super him again because this is his movie and and i and again i think i said this earlier in the podcast this is the one where his wife says he he enjoyed making this movie more than any other one of the movies that he made because this was his movie he does a scene where the the, the cousin takes him to go put money in the bank and he did not trust that process at all and again it made me think of all my older family yeah. members, dude. <laughs> I was like, bro, just put the money in the bank. And then and they're like, no, no, no. Because I heard that if, if they rob the bank, you lose your money, cabrón. And I'm like, what? My grandpa will call me up and he's like, hey, I need to go to the bank. You think it's okay? <laughs> I'm like, yes, you have an ATM card. <laughs> dude, my dad, um, to this day, my wife even makes fun of this. Like, he rolls with pacas, bro. Because why do you need to have everything in your hand? But he won't, he won't go to the bank. And, they don't and trust it, him. Yeah, and, and it made me think about why, that. Why? Why is why? Why? Is that because like, in not, Mexico they're untrustworthy? Well, like, I don't, because I, maybe there was a town bank or town money place where if they robbed that place, that was yeah. your money was gone. And there's no insurance. And then you don't have this money, and then you have to. You're like, I'm gonna jump off this bridge, and then this <laughs> angel comes by. Oh my god, it's full circle. <laughs> it's a wonderful. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> I love your Bedford Falls. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it's. I think that's what it is. This right? one's like Grazia Rome. But no, but honestly, and another thing, not to be dumb, my dad had no trust in these things. Mm-hmm. He thinks credit cards are stupid. He thinks all this stuff is dumb. He it's like cash, 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 bro. And he's you know, an, and he's not wrong. He, he doesn't. You know what he doesn't know? Anybody shit? Like yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know anybody anything, bro. So again. I know, I know that maybe wasn't the intent of that scene, but that's where it took me. Now that I'm older, I'm like, ah, oh, bro, I didn't appreciate this when I was little, but I get it. How much do you want a, a twenty dollar, a twenty liter? Yeah, and then he opens it and he gets to that big ass bill, which Asian money's huge, right? He gets that big ass one. I was like, damn! I thought it was a fold out of that Italian girl he just had in the room, bro. It's that big. I was like, and the guy's like, oh, like, 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 sir, we don't accept your monopoly money. <laughs> Dude, that's, I wanted him to say something like that, but I think that's what he was Crystal trying to say. Kiddies. So then we get to the restaurant, right? This is maybe my favorite scene of the whole movie because I think it wraps up Bruce Lee's philosophy about martial arts that ends up becoming the UFC, that ends up becoming people realizing that like it, it's a scene it's a scene from from fearless where they we have that conversation about like how can i tell you i'm the best if if my style's the best if it's me i have limitations i might not be the best one of this because the guy's like they're outside learning karate because they're using it to defend themselves yeah. no from- but here, and here's what i and so let me kind of jump mm-hmm. on that they they don't trust in their own chinese boxing right they're like mm-hmm. mm, no this is what's in vogue. We're we're assimilating. We have to do this thing, and they're kind of saying like our old ways are not good at all. 
And 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 like he finds out the 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 guy that looks like Chavelo, freaking hey, what's his real name? Um, Ho, no, no, Ho. What was his name? Oh, Tai, tai Chin. Tai Chin um, is like, do you know Chinese boxing? And he's like, yeah, you know, yeah. Because again, we haven't really seen him do much in this movie, which I kind of like that because it was kind of Bruce telling the story, you know. And he he says this real cool. He has this real cool conversation with them where the guy's like, ah, they're they're they're, they're only karate, but it's not like it's not like us. It's not Chinese boxing. He's like, and. Every style is cool as long as you learn it and you use it. It doesn't matter. That stuff wasn't happening before this movie. <laughs> that yeah. stuff was he. It, it, I mean, people say that that's one of the things they hated him when he came to the U.S. and was teaching Lou Alcindor, teaching actors uh, martial arts. Like, how dare you teach people that like that? But it, to him, it was like, dude, whatever. And, and again, they say this man would want to fight every single person that was a fighter. Not to fight to, to to hurt him, but he's like, I want to see if your style is better than mine. And then if it is, I'm going to take from your style what I can use for me because that's what I need to do. So I love that scene. And it's just a quick little throwaway. Well, not a throwaway, but for me, you can miss it. Right. But I was just like, dude, there it is. That That's that's when you write Jeet Kune Do. That's when you're mm-hmm. already thinking of writing that book. That's when you're thinking of your philosophy. That's what's on the back of all my shirts <laughs> I got to have about him. It's like that your mentality of like, dude, who cares if it's karate? Mm-hmm. Who cares if it's not ours? If it works, it works, you know? And, and I, I just appreciated that. I thought that was super cool. Super cool scene. Uh, so that being said, then we get John Barker's face. Oh, well, before that, here we go again. I've had so many family members from from Mexico come to this country that don't know how to do things a certain way because they were brought up in a certain way. Like I said, where my dad's from, they didn't have electricity till like I think I was in high school or maybe college. You know, it's a straight ranch. And we see Bruce Lee at one point um, climb on top of the toilet and squat over it, not with his feet on the ground, but on the toilet. And where a guy walks in, it's like, what are you doing? And he's like, ah. And he just keeps like clicks the door closed. And I'm just like, he keeps going back to that. Like, I'm a stranger in this place. Um, but then here come the bad guys. <laughs> Thugs arrive. Thugs arrive. A barker. Describe Ho. <laughs> Can you please uh, describe Ho? Ho is uh dressed impeccably. Uh he's a very impeccably. He's a very thin man. Um with would you say that's a bob that he has? Yeah. He kind of has a bob haircut. Uh, he comes in wearing Dorothy this, Hamill look. Or yes, this red, <laughs> this red plaid hat. Ooh, uh, giant. Uh, these are your mom's glasses. My God, he looked like Mary J. Blige. That's how those glasses look. Bro. They were the biggest glasses ever. He's got a a matching red vest. <laughs> Impeccably matches his hat. Yes. And uh, he's he's very sassy. He's very sassy. <laughs> <laughs> Is this where he touches uh, Bruce Lee in the chest? No, that's, that's, later, that's, later, that's, that's later. That's later. That's later. So, and then, the, my God, these these thugs. You got Wolfman Jack. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. A guy who has, he's got a chin beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, the black guy, the African American mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Uh, or I just, just, I guess he's just, I don't know. because he's, he's They're all literally labeled, like, it's thug number one and thug yeah. number two. They weren't even given names. So, they weren't even given names in this movie. Uh, there's a white guy. Yeah, it was like it was. Yeah, it was. It was different cultures, different ethnicities. There was a lot of there was a lot of different like cultures and ethnicities when it came to the. Bruce Lee was, was very inclusive it. in his yeah, casting. Bruce Lee was very inclusive in the casting of this movie. Uh-huh. Now that I think about it, so um, and, and if you did not know, like the movie itself is filmed with no sound, and everything like like 
language and all that is all put in after. That's a that's a um, Raymond Chow move. Yeah, that's what he would always. That's insane to think. Yeah. Why? Why? Mark, what do you think? You don't have to pay for a recording engineer, right? And here's the thing: Damn. most of the time when you're recording stuff, it's super noisy. So you don't have to worry about re-recording stuff uh, anyway because you're going to re-record it. Yeah. The cars outside, stuff just going on yeah. because and you can you can have a smaller camera because there is a very distinct mm. uh, style when they're on the sets because you can tell that they're on a set and then when they're outside, it's it's almost like they have a, a different camera, different film stock to be outside. So then, well, and they also just real quick because it kind of ties to that. They only filmed this in two weeks because most of the people. That's crazy. Like most of the uh, the uh, cast that he brought over and, and like employees to help him film and stuff, they didn't have working visas. They were on vacation. So they literally had three weeks. And so he worked. He made sure that they filmed all of their parts and stuff um, as extras and things as as uh, background characters and such. In Which two almost weeks. adds to the greatness of that final fight. Yeah. Like, how you get in there? Like, anyways, but okay, we'll, we'll talk about that. I don't even understand how you were able to get those shots, which there's, oh, we'll talk about it. Okay, okay. So, um, they, they go back into the alleyway and we, and, and they, they're like begging Bruce, right? Like, shows the Chinese boxing, right? Like, like, come on, come on, come on. Like, especially that one guy. That one guy wanted none of the, his, the Chinese boxing. He's like, no, it's karate's away, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we got pads. We'll be safe. Yeah. You know? And Bruce, like, all right. He does his thing, right? And, he he does he does a few kicks, you know, and they look good, and he does like a few fights. All right, all right, everything's fine. But then he sidekicks my boy into the boxes. He sends that man flying, right? And you can literally see when the girl's like, Hi. like, what she like, <laughs> like the kick not only sent my man to the boxes, it kicked her right in the chest too because she like instantly fell in love right there. Like she's like, oh, like when she saw that man get kicked, right? And like it, it's 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 really cool. To just see that, like that, that training and you're like, okay, now we're going to start seeing a little bit more. Right. And, and a little bit more. He also does in this movie. The thing that I used to love is when he starts cracking his muscles. Damn, bro. I could watch that all day. And I'm not even <laughs> trying to be funny about that. That's, that's that early picture of like him flexing his back and you just pop, 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 pop. And then like doing the art, like, dude, that's so freaking cool to me. I love when he does that, man. And that boy was ripped, like ripped in this movie, man. Um, So then the thugs come back. I don't even, how long, okay, it was filmed in two weeks. How long does this movie take, you think? Like, what's the time frame of this movie? Maybe two weeks. You think? I thought like it was three days. Right, and he gets, he gets to How many Rome. nights do we see? Like, that's what I'm asking, I guess. Um, it seems like he goes to the restaurant that same day. Mm-hmm. So the thugs showed up that same day. Mm-hmm. So then they show him back at the apartment. Yes, he, he makes his, his uh, darts. Yeah. So that's one night. Next day, they're back. Yeah. We get the nunchaku fight, which like <laughs> crazy. That's day number two. Is no, it? the end of day two is when he gets shot at. Yes. Three, I think this movie happened in three or four days. Chuck Norris was on a per- private jet. Right well, those, <laughs> those, well, all those bruises from them getting hurt cleared up really fast then. <laughs> True. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Miyagi showed us. You get a little bit of stuff going on in there. You can clean stuff up real quick. But then, okay. So then the the... The, the thugs come back and we finally get like a fight. Do we get the first fight scene right there, Barca? Yeah, they're, well, they're training for breakfast. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then there's trouble at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, Bruce is training it during breakfast, before breakfast. There's trouble at the restaurant. Everybody gets beat down. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Bruce has time to go to to visit the ruins. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and so then he gets to the restaurant. And yeah. He, he's ambushed. He's down ambushed. While, he's, while he's out and about, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And so then that's when um, the first time the boss actually shows up to them. They also, okay, and, and, and throughout this, the uncle, son of a bitch, is like, we shouldn't fight. We shouldn't fight back. No, come on. It'll take care of itself. Little do we know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've forgotten about that, to be honest with you, too. Like, that still hit me hard the first time I'm going to have it again. Um, but then, like, they offer him, like, plane tickets to go back. Yeah. They want him to go back, right? And in turn, we get, he goes into the alleyway and they're like, yeah, all right. Ha 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 ha. Well, they, they, they put a gun to his back and they're like, yeah. let's go walk. Mm-hmm. Let's go for a little walk. Why don't you go have a, have a seat outside? But the boss says, hey, be careful with that gun. Make sure people don't see it. Right. Make sure people don't notice you killing somebody. Mm-hmm. And they take him into the alleyways. He gets out of it. Whatever. Who cares? I'm, I'm in. And then we start seeing him just mock his nunchuck working this guy's. He goes single nunchuck. He goes double nunchuck. He well, goes back to single nunchuck. Like, and he beating the. But he's, hell like, he's fighting everybody before mm-hmm. the nunchucks even come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the nunchucks were just part two. Because he's got he gets the bow staff, uh-huh. and he's smacking people around with the bow yes. staff. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's when Wolfman Jack goes and snitches. He's like, "He's loose. Yeah, I need some more help." Yeah. And so then everybody shows up, and uh-huh. he's like, "Oh, hold on, let me take my shirt off." And I just <laughs> also happen to have this pair of nunchucks, mm-hmm. and. What do I write? Ass kickery. Dude, he he goes to town. That poor dark dude with the tank top, that fool, that's why he ran away at the end. Like, he was like, I'm done with this bullshit. <laughs> like, like, I've got nunchuck. I got bow staff. This man beat my ass. I'm done. There's like, there's no payment. There's no freaking health insurance in this job. I'm getting shit beat out of me. I'm done. So he he takes off. But like, man, dude, it was, it, it, that's such a good scene. I love that scene yep. with the nunchucks, man. He gets down, dude. He looks so good in that scene. Uh, it's just awesome. Really, really cool. And then he goes home and there's a sniper. Yeah. We got about the sniper, bro. There's a sniper who's not very good at his job, but there's a sniper. <laughs> right? We can say that. I think he's not very good at his job. Um, and, and then like, he like, he misses basically. He gets chased down. There's a whole thing with the sniper, but like, it's also like this conversation with with the cousin of like like I feel like it's like that like you're you're gonna like you're gonna get hurt kind of a thing right because obviously again even though we don't ever see it you feel like she's feeling for Bruce yeah you're gonna say something about her? well yeah because she they pull her aside and like hey like he's gotta go home mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to tell him which I don't know why it's not like the place is bugged it's yeah like, you're gonna die so you need to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she wouldn't just be like, hey, I'm, I don't want you to go, but you're going to get killed. So get out yeah. of here. Yeah, she is kind of like very secretive about it. Even in the dub version, it comes through like that. I was wondering about that in the non-dub version. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And it was like, you're it's right. almost midnight. We need to we need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, What's shouldn't you midnight? have been trying that like a while ago mm-hmm. if you know it's going to happen at midnight? Yeah. Like, Did somebody at some point in time say, Mama Mia? Oh, wait, doesn't the big guy with the dead toe say that? He runs off. <laughs> I remember I him know. saying that. He says Mama Mia at some point. I'm like, all right, we're keeping it Italian. <laughs> like that makes sense. I don't know if that was in the Um Oh my God. One thing that I've always enjoyed about Bruce in movies is his again, he wants to show you real fighting. And he knows that as a man, you understand that if your nuts get crushed, that's gonna be bad. <laughs> and he does so much nut crushing in this movie. That's true. <laughs> 
And, and I was like, I'm just, ooh. Like, like every time, I'm like, mm, like, okay. Yeah, if you did that to my nuts, I'm going down. He does a lot of, he always did this though. I remember an interview one time, they asked him like, what would you do if a 300 pound man attacked you? He'd be like, I kick him in the nuts and run. Like he wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like he understands, dude, like nuts, that's the way to go, guys. So like, and he, and he shows that in this movie. So then, um, oh my God. And then, wait, anything anything else about the sniper burger? Uh, a lot of darts. He's his darts kind of comically yes. in this movie. And he get, the sniper gets uh, dart through the butt cheek. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> Got that fool in the ass. That's yeah. what I put down in my notes. Yes. But I the, love girl, it, man. But his, the cousin is kidnapped. Yes. Um, and then do more more guys show up? So they go to they they go to his his oh, hideout because okay. obviously they know where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't done a good job it's of just getting a building hideout. right there, <laughs> second floor. Yeah. Here's a key card for it. He gives them out to everybody. We don't know why. Um, but they show up and they it's another great fight scene where the the the, the guys at the restaurant are fighting. He's fighting. Well, like the guys know, at the restaurant show up to rescue the the girl. Uh huh. Uh, and they think that Bruce is dead. Or, mm-hmm. So the boss thinks that Bruce is dead. Yes. And um, they get the, the guys are getting their ass kicked. Yes. And then that's when Bruce shows up. Mm-hmm. And again, ass kickery. Yeah, he, he's so... He jumps off the screen anyways, but when he fights, man, I love to see that guy fight. I, that's the sad thing about like thinking that there's not that much, that many fight scenes in total for him, right? Like he just gets down when he fights, man. He's so fast. He's so quick. He just looks good when he's doing it. Like he obviously way better than um, Jean-Claude Van Damme when he did all his fight choreography, knows how to make a fight scene look good. I like his fight scenes. Yeah. I really do. I enjoy them. Um, Threads of boss says, hey, and so... Um, in the non-dub version, Bruce speaks Cantonese. Everybody else speaks English. Really? Yeah. And so he like he's a country. Him. He's a country. Yeah, he threatens okay. him. And, and he, t- he asks, says, oh, hey, tell him this. And he's like, oh, he says he's very angry. And um, and so the boss now, he, you know, he's he's been threatened by Bruce. Yeah. What are you going to do? And so this is, I believe, the end of day two. Yeah. So hold on. Before that, we missed something. When he gives him the plane ticket, Ho does this thing where he kind of like feels out Bruce's chest. He's like, oh, oh you want to go home? <laughs> yeah, it's such a funny Ho's a man in this movie, bro. <laughs> like, Ho gets, Ho, I don't know that, but like, Ho, Ho steals the show, man. Ho steals the show for me. He's comical. Remember when he threatens the boss, Ho comes out with the gun. And then he's like, oh, he's about to sit down. He kind of like, I'm not built for this shit. I'm a translator, dog. <laughs> he looks back at his boss like, this isn't me, bro. But I know who can. And they make the call for seven-time karate champion. <laughs> I need you to show up on the Concord, apparently. <laughs> God dang. Chuck Norris as Colt in this movie? Yep. Could you have picked a better name? Colt. Colt. It's very American. Colt. He's like, hey, man. So Chuck Norris is gonna be in this movie, man. What do you think we should call him? Uh, you know, he's gotta be you gotta have a like a tough guy name. Some uh, some you know, Magnum. Tiger. Mm. No, I, I, Winchester. I, oh no? right. uh 22 special. What about Smith? Middle name Wesson. No. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> Colt? Colt. And that's and I, like, dude, that's just the badass name. And then he shows up and has young Homer Simpson's haircut. 
Yes. He had Young Homer Simpson's hair. Yummy, yummy, yummy. It's Young Homer Simpson's haircut. Look that up, Enrique. I'm not fucking lying. It's a lot of hair. Magical. First off, Chuck Norris is a very handsome young man. Yes, look at that, dude. Look at that shirt. Look at that belt buckle, Enrique. I should have worn that shirt belt buckle combination this weekend in Vegas, bro. No, you shouldn't. I I I couldn't have. I think I didn't wear that. Shouldn't have. It's that I couldn't have, bro. And, 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 uh, Did you let your hair grow out? No, I had a hat on. <laughs> it's okay. That's not the hair I was talking about. The family's like, uh, we want to stop the show. There's one man in that audience <laughs> wearing the greatest <laughs> outfit ever. <laughs> Come down on stage. Come down here. <laughs> I would have did a duo with Pepe Aguilar just because of that <laughs> shirt, bro. God dang, dude. Um, it's he looks like a stone cold badass, bro. Like, he, hey, I know why Ho picked him because Ho was very sure about his abilities. Did you see that? He's like, well, first off, the boss didn't just want one person. The boss wanted two or three people, but Ho's like, nah, 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 nah. We just need Colt, baby. That's who we need. And dude, I'm I'm sorry. This is not the same guy that did Silent Rage. I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe this is the same guy that did Silent Rage. I will tell you that. Um, Dude. Okay, so then we get into the... It's funny, because then Chuck lands, right, on the Concord, because he's there in, like, two hours. Yes. He lands, um, fucking through the Spruce Bruce over there, and that's he why lands, I said, That's why I said... I, I understand. I understand. It's spread out a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I get it. It's so not then, three days. Um, he gets into the office, and there's two dudes that are squaring off. They're fighting. We get Bob, Bob Wall. Yes. Who is in Enter the Dragon. Who is in Enter the Dragon. He's the guy with the scar on his Bods. face. Yeah, and Don't he's a back. lot younger in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get a Japanese Taekwondo champion. That's who that was, right? The, who the other gentleman? Who was that, Barker? Uh, Actually, I don't know who he was in this movie. Um, Huang Inshik. Okay, so and they're fighting, and poor Ho's trying to break up that fight. He have no luck. He's having no luck trying to break that fight up. He at one point is piggyback riding on on one of the guys trying to stop it, and they're just he's like, stop! <laughs> I'm listening to Ho, bro. And then the door kicks open. Yeah, and framed by that door, similar to the Godfather at the end, is fucking Colt, bro. And Bob, I was gonna call him Bob Ross, but Robert Wall, <laughs> Robert Wall, just stops and look at him and says, oh. "He just puts his head down." And, and Colt's like, "He's my student." And I'm like, "Damn, bro! Like he's a, he's a badass. I talk that badass. Like you know, he probably gave him that scar. Like it, it's crazy." And dude. We already see Chuck get down. Mm-hmm. And it's mind blowing for the. And I know you, if, if you've only seen the two Silent Rage and now this movie, how much better of a fighter he is in this movie compared to Silent Rage. It's insane how much better he is. Those kicks in Silent Rage look slow, look weak. It just looked, they didn't look good. He looks good in this movie. As when he's fighting, he's long, so it's a little funny maybe at times, but it's not slow. And no, Steven, yeah. Steven spoke to it earlier. He literally was chosen because he could keep up with Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. And we'll, when we get to the end of it, his his physical stature compared to Bruce makes him crazy mm-hmm. looking, like compared to the, just the size difference. Well, and he uh, Bruce Lee asked him to put on weight so that he would be bigger. 
Oh, he looks jacked so, in this movie. Yeah. He, he old school Jack, like your dad when he used to work yeah. in the backyard, Jack. But he's jacked. Yeah, he he he's big. He's like, a circus strongman. He, he yeah, he, he did all the weights he he picked up had circles at the end. Like, like man, he had a big mustache. Um, so he did have a big mustache. Yeah, he did, but his was more of the comb. <laughs> like, it was like, <laughs> I call it the comb. I don't know if that's what it's called, but um, he kicks the shit out of the karate guy. Like, that fool is done quickly, bro. Like, he gets down. He thought he was top dog. Yeah, no. And it's funny because that guy has a line where he says, who's going to know karate better than the Japanese? Mm. And Colt's like, excuse me? Do you not know I have action jeans on? You know! <laughs> <laughs> he just kicks his ass, bro. And what were they called? Were they called action jeans? Yes, right? yeah. Action jeans. Hey, we'll take that sponsorship. Shit, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll do this podcast in a pair of action jeans every single time. Um, we can all rock them. So then we get... Okay, okay. so that all happens. Boom, 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 boom. This movie's only an hour and 39 minutes? Uh, Something like that? Very close yeah. to it, right? Yeah, hour and 39. Um, so then we get the final scenes. Hour 30. Hour th- Really? Is it number one on our list list? Like, Wasn't one of them one twenty? Oh, one was in the twenties. Okay, okay. It's close to one of the shorter ones. Yeah, it is. It's top three been, for sure. I've not been keeping track of movie lengths. No. You don't have that list going? I do. I do not have that. List. I think. I think it was something we watched for Halloween that was like. Oh said, yeah, because those were like eighty. More. I think it was Kung Fu Zombies. Yeah, Kung Fu Zombies. Yeah, like, that was like an hour and twenty. I'm Ricky's favorite. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was like eighty three years old. So we get the final scenes right. We, we, we're done with all the storytelling. It's time to rock out with your cock yeah. out. Here we go. So um, we get, Ho basically says, like, look, man, let's meet at a restaurant. Let's just squash the beef. Hey, I, I, man, I'm on your side, bro. I'm, get, I'm back. Look at me. I look impeccable. I, my game is strong. Like, come on. And he's like, all right, I'll meet you tomorrow, bro. We'll, 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 we'll freaking figure this out. So day four. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe day four now. So, but then we find out that, no, that, Dirty bastard, that dirty hoe, dirty he, hoe, that dirty hoe. Um, he no, now he's out in the in the woods. First of all, I don't know where the, we're at. this this final scene goes from. We're out in the countryside. We're at a restaurant. We're in the countryside. Coliseum. And that Coliseum. God dang. Coliseum, bro. So I'm going to ask questions about that, Stephen. So I don't know if you can look up. Just look up Coliseum. How they get it? Because I'm blown away by this. Um, so well, they, they don't film the. Anyways, go. No, some of it is filmed at the well, in the beginning when they walk in, but it's still a, it's not like we can get some cameras and just be like, hey, bro, uh, we're gonna film some stuff in the costume. Because yeah, I mean that's wild to me, bro. Yeah, because I imagine even at that time, it and wasn't. it wasn't just like a shot of him being followed from the back. Like there's shots from up top, there's shots from the side. Like I'm, yeah, that's pretty badass. Like you know that they were like at the Evan Coliseum, which I wonder if they just did a gorilla style. They bought some tickets and like, let's go, or how did they like? How did that kind of end up coming about? But before we even get to that, oh, is that part of the movie? Bark, goddamn bastard, gets me every time. Um, so then huh? we we have he has to fight before he fights Chuck because Chuck's obviously the big boss in this movie. He's the final like the final boss. He has to fight both his student and he has to fight. Our Taekwondo champion, karate champion in this movie. Sorry, um, because he was a Taekwondo champion, but he was a karate guy in this movie for some reason, huh? Yeah, weird. Maybe because Sola, who does better karate than the Japanese, probably that scene. Um, and um, the cousins try to help, but again, man, Bruce is getting down. Bruce is doing his thing. He kind of fights one guy while the other guys fight the other guy, and it's going back and forth, and it's it's awesome fight scenes. And again, he crushes a dude's nutsack in this movie so bad. He kicks. He he does a freaking punch to it and then he lifts his legs up and he jumps up and he crushes them bro and i'm just like 
God damn, Bruce. Like, <laughs> your ability to crush some nuts. It's very impressive. Um, so he does that. Um, he kicks everybody's ass. We see it. We get down. And then do we have the uncle? Does uncle show his? He doesn't show his dirtiness till Bruce is at the cause. Yes, because uh, okay. Bruce go, runs after Ho. <laughs> yes, yes, he runs after that dirty Ho, and he chases him down. And it's so it's it's a <laughs> they do this great thing where Chuck is at the very top of the Coliseum, and he has his hand out like the emperors would in the movies. Just think of Gladiator, all right? And he just gives him the thumb down. <laughs> And then, like, the whole time in the background, you hear Ho just like, you'll never win. <laughs> like, he's, like, doing that. And then Bruce is at the bottom. And then we get multiple shots of him walking around the Coliseum. Okay, so. What do we got? The couple of things that I have found is that it was too expensive to film there. And so they were told no. Okay. But then they bribe some people, you know, as you do. Hey. Hey. <laughs> um, and so so they snuck in cameras and things like that and they pretended to be tourists essentially and Mommy, why does that man have his shirt off and he's running around the, the, the people the people turned a blind eye because their pockets were full and because it was too ex- like they couldn't afford it otherwise so that's so fucking gangster <laughs> like they probably brought that cat in. I mean, it's like, it's so bad. There is a funny part of this movie where he's run. He's like, kind of like, like, well, not even running. He's like walking kind of like, like, you know, looking for um, Chuck, um, Colt, sorry, Colt in this movie. Um, there is a shot where he's at the lower part of the Coliseum and Colt's right above him. And Colt's just like, Bruce is like, oh, where is he? You know, like, it's funny. But a uh, little thing is he's walking and there's like these walls. And in one of the walls, you see a guy at the end of it. Really? Yeah. He, he totally walks by the guy. just kind of like. I think that that was the guy turning the blind eye, but they got him in the in the shot. It's freaking hilarious, man. You see him there, and I was like, "Ah, like, but but whatever, dude. You're in the fucking Coliseum. Well, and for some of the shots, I'm assuming that they were kind of allowed, right? Because they were they had bent some rules and Mm -hmm. whatnot along with that. So I think some of it is nobody there, and then other parts is. It's not like a Bark and I are gonna be like, "Hey, man, we gonna film a movie about the White House." You think we get in the fucking White House? It's just we're like we gonna act like fucking tourists, bro. And then at one point, I'm going to take my shirt off and run around and we're just going to film a karate movie. Like, what the Yeah. Fuck? That's insane. And I, I get I get this movie's old. I understand that. That's still impressive, guys. Like, Just like my friend Popcorn. Come here. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Give me a chance. <laughs> so, like, it, it's wild. We get... And they took it. They they took tons of shots of. of, of, of I I think they purposely did that. Like we're we, we're gonna get it. Oh fuck, we're, we're gonna well, take shots of this. We're in Rome. Yes. Like don't think all this is not yeah. Rome. We're mm-hmm. in Rome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they and it's the it's the Colosseum, guys. Like yeah. you know, so it's crazy. But um, and then and, uh, and uh, oh my god, man, set up set up set up the. Uh, Set up the fight scene, Barca. What, what do we got? What's going on here? All right. So um, so we hear the taunts from Wang for Hope. <laughs> He'll never win. He'll kill you for sure. <laughs> and so finally. We're not even exaggerating the way this man talks. <laughs> so finally, Bruce. Uh, well, hold on, hold on, Enrique. You got, you got, you look like you had a question. No, no, no. I was just gonna say, it's Mr. Chow from The Hangover for people. <laughs> you go back to that. Oh, he's the Fist of Fury guy. Yeah, he is right. In, he's uh, a Mr. Fury guy. It's the same guy. It's, to eleven. It's the same actor. But so he's that character to eleven. Turned up, yeah. Yeah. Is it the translator or yeah. the whatever? It's the, a dirty guy that yeah. goes with the Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and in this, but not in this movie. In this movie, he goes with the Italians, and then he's a translator again. Yeah. But he's that character. 
211. Like, right. he goes hard in this one. He is hard on the paint. A little this over the top, yeah. <laughs> a little, a little bit. Um, so, all right, what do we got, Barker? Yeah, so uh, Bruce and uh, Chuck meet each other, right? So you have Tang Lung and Colt. And <laughs> instead of just jumping into a fight, you know what? We're going to warm up. Love that. Oh, yeah. I okay. love that. We're going to warm up and we're going to... We're gonna take all the celery and rubber bands and do foley, so it sounds like he's super elastic. It's like you hear Chuck, like he he pops every single chest hair, bro. Like like like, like it's like so. Then and again, speaking to what Bruce feels about fighting, yeah, Bruce is doing it for his cousin or for his family. Bruce wants to know if he's the best. Like Bruce wants, like man, you 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 get ready. I'm gonna get ready. And we're going to meet up right here. He could have snuck behind them, but even Colt could have jumped down and got a punch on him and went from there. But now nah, they're like, they both want to see who's the man. Yeah. You so, know? They are. so much bones popping. So, so much hair. Uh, you, they're warming up and all of a sudden you hear the cat. Because uh, you see a cat kind of walking around the Coliseum What's as well. the deal with the cat? Uh, I don't know. I'll look. Check it out. You can see that. Yeah, I was wondering. Maybe it's like the eagle, bro. I was just saying, maybe it symbolizes Italy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's or something Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Well, here's the thing. Um, there were there were lions at the Coliseum. You can't afford a lion. What do you got? You got a kitty cat. A kid, a little kid, <laughs> and like a baby cat. Roar, the roar of the cat. <laughs> but I mean, they they went out of, out of their way to yeah, yeah. you know to it's show suspense, the cat. Suspense, and, right? So you're like, why? So, like, we cut from that yeah. to the sound to this to that. And uh, they trade blows. God damn. And it, it looks like Colt is overpowering Bruce mm-hmm. with just the, the sheer power. And also um, the foley behind it. You know, you hear the thud, the pop, 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 pop. And so you, t- you see immediately he's quick. He's strong. Yes. And he's much bigger. He looks huge compared to Bruce Lee. Huge. Like in in this movie, it's it's massive compared to Bruce Lee. He's a big dude. What's what is Chuck Norris's height? It's probably not even that big compared to Bruce Lee. Just look like it though. Let me see. Because we said Bruce was five eight. I don't know. Maybe yes. Maybe if they're five ten. That's it for Chuck. Yeah. So how was Bruce Lee's five eight? He did not look like it was only two inches, man. Like that's maybe that's the way you were talking about to look wider or whatever. He just looks big, bro. Compared to so answer to the cat question. Um. Had the film edited so the cat's actions would interrelate to his. So like his toying with the opponent, for example, like the cat toys with a ball of paper. He's curious. Um, But it didn't really succeed in the finished product. So it didn't really come across that way in the movie. So uh, that is that was the point. And that's something I want to touch upon in in a little bit. Uh, So um, keep trading blows. You see Bruce getting the upper hand and um, Cole gets choked out. One thing I really enjoy, though, about and this goes back to his fighting style and what he believes. It's like he's doing Chinese boxing and it's not working. My, my boy with Chuck is handing it to him. You know, he's too big. He's too fast. He's too strong. So then he maybe this is what he was trying to show with the cat. Right. But it didn't come through. Then he starts dancing. He starts doing the Muhammad Ali shuffle. Yes. Which, again, as a kid, bro, you're just like, what the fuck? That's what my, like that's that's the Ali show, which he's he's credited that to Ali before. Right. Like him dancing. And it's like, oh, this is the way I got to defeat this guy. I'm not using at that point. He's not using Chinese boxing anymore. No. Now he's doing what he needs to do to be better than him. And they I love, love if I could just have that playing over and over on something I would. The slow-mo of him dancing. Mm-hmm. 
that you for me you're not gonna get better dude i just love the way he slides across the screen you know and and, and even chuck's kind of like even if you know chuck tries to do it yes chuck yeah. tries to dance too when he's kind of like shit maybe i need to do it which again speaks to chuck being such a badass because he's like shit maybe i need to do this right but he's not able to you know and then then bruce doesn't just kick him one time and it's over. He has to break him down. He does that thing to his arm where he breaks it. Then he does a thing to his knee where he breaks it. And Chuck, and Chuck don't go down. He's like, yeah. stay like, you want to throw the you want to throw the towel at that point? Like, throw the damn towel. Throw and, and he's just freaking like, he's like, no, dude, you got to beat me. And he does a, you could say, it's like a, like a freaking uh, guillotine choke, right? But he doesn't just choke him. He, you hear it, snaps his neck. Okay. Cut, you know, roll, roll freaking credits in I most did. movies. Right? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. Right? I did. right? 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 But no, no, not Bruce. Bruce looks at him. He walks away. He sees his jacket. He comes back and he covers him. Damn, respect for the dead. He's just like, dude, look, this wasn't, this isn't personal. It's like business. Like, I wanted to see if I was better than you. And you were asking to stay down, so I had to kill you. But now, hey, bro, respect. There you go. And guess what? Now, Ho's still running, and he's like, I'm out of here. This is literally, I did it in most movies, right? Yeah. Our Shaw brothers, they would have literally been like, yeah, and it was yeah. over. But now, there's another level of this fucking story. What happens, bro? Uh, he's chasing after Ho. Um, so then, uh, apparently, from the Colosseum to the countryside, Ho runs all the way back 25 to the countryside. Yeah. <laughs> it's a length of a football field. <laughs> I had the most. Um, and he finds that uh, Uncle Wang... First of all, all all the other boys are dead. Everybody's dead. Everybody's dead. Uncle Wang murdered everybody. And so Uncle Wang sees Ho, sees Bruce chasing behind him, grabs a knife, cuts his arm. Yeah. But we see him stab one of the dudes. Like the dude's okay and he has him in his arms and and he says, if you would have let, like I could have been a rich man and went back to China. Like to him, that's all he wants to do is he came to this country Hmm. to make some money to just go back home. Yeah. And you fuckers couldn't let this man pay this buy this restaurant off of us, you sons of bitches. So he stabs homie in like the side, like you're in the back or something. <laughs> He's literally stabs the dude in the back. And then yeah. And it, two Uncle Wang. <laughs> yeah. And then like Ho's there, right? And he's like, like, oh, oh, you, you, and we right away we notice that they're talking to each other. So you're like, this bastard's been doing this the whole time. He's been playing, he's been playing the other side the whole time. And then here comes a big boss. You know, he shows up. And what does he do to Ho? He shoots Ho. That's how much Ho means to his ass. Man, Ho's been his dude the whole fucking movie. And he shoots him without thinking twice. Because that's what, it, he ain't shit. He's just a foreigner. I'm just going to shoot his ass. I don't care. I don't need him anymore. Because I'm going to kill all these fools right now. And Bruce is running through there. But before he gets there, Uncle just slices himself. It's like, ah. Uh-huh. You know, like, and I, and I had forgotten about this. I really had forgotten about this. And I was like, oh, you dirty bastard. Like, look, I had forgotten. I got kind of surprised by this scene. That was kind of cool. Dirty so Wang. <laughs> dirty Wang. Dirty Ho and a dirty uh-huh. Wang. All right, so then what happened to Barton? Uh, so the cops show up. Before he shows oh, up. Oh, he, um, Bruce, he, uh, Uncle Wang tries to, tries to kill Bruce, and Bruce's like, nah, dude. And then the boss man shoots Uncle Wang. Yeah. Because Bruce kind of gets out of the way and he hits Uncle Wang. And of course, Bruce got some darts. See, he spent the whole night throwing those fucking... He had 37 darts in this movie, bro. Which, in his hair. In his hair. Well, hey, he had them all over, bro. Throws it. He's holding in the hand. A good... Like, what do you think? How far away did he throw that? That fucking... That was like 30 yards at least. Right? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> with all kinds of accuracy. <laughs> and then the cops finally show up. Yeah. You know? And then we wrote credits. No, 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 no. No, no. no here's a great scene. I forgot about the last one. Go so ahead, then right. you so you think, oh, this this movie's done. When you know what? The other the um, like the big boss, the cops show up and you're like, oh, that's the end of it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was the end of it, but no. We have a scene with uh Chabelo, the cousin, and Bruce. And they just talk. No, about not Chavelo. Oh, was it Chavelo? Who's the other guy? No, Chavelo dies. Jimmy dies. <gasps> oh yeah. It's the the funny guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's him, the 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 cousin of the, at the, the graveyard. Female. Yeah, and because they're burying other other people, right? Yeah. And we see just Bruce walk, and they talk about in a land with guns, in a land with you know, and it's it's a story of of once upon a time in China. It's a story that we've seen repeated over and over. It man has his sto- the same story, right? Like. He's always going to be, what do they call him? Not a loner. What do they say? He's always going to walk alone. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, something to this. And he, he, just, he just walks up. He's like, I'm going home. That's it. Because, yeah, he yeah. was going to go home. Screw you guys. I'm going home. And then now we roll credits. And I do. Yeah. 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 You're exactly right, man. Hey, guys. All right. So we need a score for this movie. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. What, what do you what, what do you have? Uh, all right, Bruce. This is the song. <laughs> he uses that fucking song. All I, love, of love, right? I love it. How much is the rest of it gonna cost? How much? Okay, just one. I just want it. <laughs> hey, he's, uh, how much how much for a score? Uh he's uh that'll be uh thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand dollars, good lord, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. How much for one song? That's you $3,000. Know he, no, 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 no. You know how he saved even more money? How's that? By doing the drums himself. Yeah! Fuck yeah, he did, bro. <laughs> God damn. Bruce Lee is the percussionist on the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. You thought you loved him already? Is there a number higher than one? Because I'm telling you right now, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's amazing. That's Jackie Chan like right there, almost, bro. Like that's hilarious. He played the drums. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Lee also played percussion on the music for the soundtrack. That's what it said. <laughs> and he's a DJ premiere because he took that one little sloop and he just looped the shit out of that thing. <laughs> like we're gonna make a whole beat on this bitch. Oh my god! And we get to the end of the movie. I don't know if Enrique, if we did a better job of telling you why we appreciate this movie, but that is why I appreciate this movie. And and and, and I get it. I get it. I, oh, I'm okay. glad I watched it when I was young. <laughs> what I love about this movie is that um, Bruce Lee is an is an amazing martial artist by this point of his life. But even like we have four movies of adult Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. Five movies, maybe. Uh, Game of Death. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Five that, movies. Game of Death is the one where he didn't he finish. Away. Yeah. But uh, you, he was a child actor. So he made he in China in, in Hong Kong made all these movies. So, um, but despite his experience on the set and on the TV show on Green Hornet, yeah, Green Hornet, um, and even doing these because he he played the thug roles in different uh, American shows. So he's still green. He's still a very green director, mm-hmm. right? He, you can tell in, in the way things cut. You can tell in the way that he's using the zooms. Because at a certain point, the beat is, it's like, and he will like cut, he cuts back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> right? So he's, he's not as mature as a filmmaker. And I think that also is, is something I like. It's very endearing to me. 
it's like he's learning. So by the time he is going to create um, Game of Death, he's like, okay, I have a plan for this. Yeah. You know, it's a pagoda and and each level, each each level that we ascend or each floor that we ascend is going to be different. It's going to be not only uh, in terms of philosophy, in terms of martial arts, but in kind of terms of style. So he did something cool for that movie where he had like a, he had a Taekwondo champion at the time. He does similar, we did this movie, but it was like, it was literally, it's literally, um, our movie that we saw that we that you loved. Um, we all loved it too, it was good. Um, 36 Chambers. No, 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 The Raid. Oh. The Raid. Oh, The Raid, it, yeah. It's him going into a pagoda. Like, yeah. he's like, I need to get to the top level and I'm gonna start down here and each level I'm gonna go up. It's diff- like, it's so cool. And what he has to do to beat one guy is not gonna beat Lou Alcindor. Yeah. He fights Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at the end, bro. Like, that's wild, bro. So is Way of the Dragon the fourth movie before um, Game of Death? This is three. This mm-hmm. is three? Because then Enter the Dragon is four. Yes. Well, he started Game oh, of Death. Oh, Enter the Dragon is after this? Well, he, he, uh, Enter the Dragon is the, the next movie he films for Warner Brothers, but they hold on to it, and he then goes and makes Game of Death. Starts making Game of Death. Starts making Game of Death. Mm-hmm. So... Um, is Game of Death released first and then Enter the Dragon? No. Or Enter the Dragon. Super Duke Game of Death's not on his IMDb, so it's not even credited to him. So Enter the Dragon is 73. Let me see. Yeah, I can see why it's not credited. Wow. Because that's another, that's another. Um, it's 78. But it wasn't made in 70. Well, no, but. Yeah, yeah. That's when it was released, right? But that's when it was released. Yeah. So, yeah, but I wonder, it, it was almost like, it, I, if I'm correctly, he started filming Game of Death, but then went to do Enter the Dragon, but then we just never, you know, got to see the end of that or whatever. Yeah. So, so, so good. So, anyways, anything else, Barker? Um, <clears throat> Enrique says, you know, I wish I would have watched this as a kid. Uh, yeah, but I think that um, there are the, the themes in this, the. The the comedy, the the fights. It talks think, about martial arts I and think philosophy. Are in many ways timeless. Um maybe the visuals don't hold up, right? The 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 grain, the film stuff. Yeah. Because this movie is made with a, a buck fifty and some <laughs> chewing gum. hundred and thirty thousand dollars. How much did it has it made? Like $130 1.3 million. million. <laughs> No, 130 million. 130 million. Right. 130 million. Wait, it was made for 1.3 million and it made 130 million. No, it's no, made for 130,000. Yeah, sounds about right. Made, made 1.3. No, gotcha. made 130 million. So a thousand times much. Shit. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And by this time, so each movie comes out, he is a he's a worldwide phenomenon, right? He's known everywhere in the world. It's it's just it's sad that he doesn't get get to <laughs> complete get, the other movies. But he doesn't he get does, Citizen Kane. Yeah, but <laughs> the 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 candle that um burns twice as fast burns twice as bright. Yeah. That's why, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I don't know, man. It's it's one of those things where it's just it, it sucks and 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 it's a shame, but like what we got is amazing. Um and what I again what I like about this movie and the other ones is he talks about like he didn't agree with certain things the way they were filmed in other movies. He thought this wasn't right. He like, this one was his. This wasn't his. Maybe he didn't, you know, it didn't come out as clean as some of the other ones, but it was his. It's what he wanted to, to make, you know, and it's it's the fight scenes as he wanted them, you know, and and I love that physicality in, physicality in it. I love, 
Again, I could see that fight scene with Chuck Norris all day long, every day, all day, especially that, that slow motion cut to me. That Just that amazing. last fight scene did have a, um, a cool feel to it, mm-hmm. even though I wasn't liking the movie up until that point. But when that, that final fight scene started, it did feel... It felt good. Like it felt like it was cool. It was shot cool in a cool way. There was a, he 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 did a thing where he was giving you like big big shot like big shots of them like yeah. where they're you know standing up against each other or whatever mm-hmm. about to you know go go at it. So um so it did have a it did have a good feel that that last fight scene that that was fun. Um yeah just the rest uh the rest didn't didn't hit with me but I'm gonna give it another watch. I'm gonna give it another watch, um, and then I'll let you guys. I have know. the DVD. I have it on Blu-ray. If you want to, I don't know if it's better for you or not. I now that I think about it, I didn't even bother to see if they had the the non-dub version. I should have checked. I just was. I went right into it. and was like, oh, let me see it. Yeah. Um, so 1972 I was his game of death footage. That's when that was filmed. And 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 then finished in 78 for okay. the release. And then Into the Dragon was 73. Yeah. So, so that means that they filmed both. The same year that like, they were they were like filming the same time or whatever. Yeah, he just never got to finish Game of Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, love it, love and, it, love it, love and, it. And just Enrique, there's in all of his movies, you're gonna see three theme, three themes. Mm-hmm. One, um, like you are, we are one, right? That was this thing under the under the moon and stars. We are, we are, but one race, one brother. So mm-hmm. you see, um, in the next, in this one, and then in Enter the Dragon, right? There's more. Uh, inclusivity. Uh-huh. Um, you see this overall theme of being humble, right? Just because you know this doesn't mean that I'm going to go and 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 karate chop you in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and more than anything, this theme of of alienation and kind of being the foreigner. Uh-huh. Um, because I, I imagine he he as a kid from Hong Kong comes to America and in many ways bullied and and made less. Right, the the theme that we see in 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 the other movie, the um, the weak man of China, right? Mm. You are less than, um, and then I guess the ultimate fuck you to the world is like, oh, you know what? I'm marrying Linda. <laughs> yeah, we have interracial children. Yeah, I'm gonna open up this school and I'm gonna teach whoever I want. He was cool before it was cool to be cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he did that shit before it was cool. <laughs> you, like, know what? you know, I'm gonna grow a Fu Manchu mustache and wear dashiki. Yeah, yeah, right. He went for it. He went for it, and 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 again does something that's at this point was super frowned upon by teaching huh? like people that weren't Chinese. Like, I don't give right? a shit, like because I want to learn what he's doing to see if what he's doing can help me do what I'm doing, and then I want to know what he like. He that was him. He was willing to take it all in, right. and and that's super cool. Refuses to refuses to essentially bow down to Hollywood because they they're giving him these roles. He is Cato in in Asia. It's not the Green Hornet. It's the Cato show. <laughs> yep. Um, and he's like, you know what? I, even college educated in America, right? Um, born in America. Born in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to go make. It's like you. All right, cool. Now I'm going to make movies in Mexico with Mario Almada. And you're like, what? And, and, and not because he wanted to, but because he was like, y'all ain't giving me this shit. Okay. Fuck you. I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go to Mexico. I'm going to go make it mariachi. The Robert Rodriguez, that bitch, right? Like he's like, I can't make a movie here because I don't got enough money. Fuck, I'm gonna go make my own goddamn movie. And luckily, you know, they picked him up and he went from there, right? And then like, oh, like, guess who's coming back now, motherfucker? <laughs> Hi, Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So badass, dude. And I and I know the movie doesn't portray all that, 
But like, I don't get into to Shaw Brother movies, to Raymond Chow movies, to into the, I, if, it, if it wasn't for this dude, maybe I would have stumbled across about it, right? Of course. But dude, once this dude came on screen, it was rap, bro. Like, I, you got me. Like, I'm gonna make mm-hmm. a podcast in like about 30 years about this shit. That's how much <laughs> I'm in now, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> 35 years down the line, bro, it's gonna happen because of this movie. The reason that I text this man, hey, dude, we should fucking see martial arts movies and just fucking talk about them. I'm in. <laughs> That's the first thing he said. Let's go, bro. Like, why not? Like, we we shot down a bunch of stupid ass ideas, huh? Like electric. Oh, uh, burger. Like we got nothing, bro. Nothing was fucking clicking, bro. And it was just like, let's well, do. Wait, this. What were the other ideas? I, it was dumb shit. I don't even remember. It was nothing that stuck, bro. Like it was all like, uh, uh, uh. and then it was like, hey, dude, check out this fucking trailer. We should talk about this movie. We should watch it and talk about it. It was a horrible fucking martial arts movie with Anderson Silva, which we still haven't watched. And, and it was like, boom, let's go bro and that's all it was because of this movie you know for me yes it's because of this movie so again, is this your I, favorite is this your favorite uh bruce lee yeah the, the chuck and bruce together that fight is amazing enter the dragon's badass don't get me wrong jim kelly i love jim kelly jim i think Kelly's i saw badass. enter the dragon first okay you saw enter the dragon and first. then that and that which was like is this which one's your favorite uh of the bruce lee movies mm-hmm. i like big boss oh we is haven't seen big boss one? yet huh yeah yeah we haven't watched that one yet yeah so um that was fucking sad as fuck bro God, like yeah that was a, a, that's the difference it's like uh, a, a lot of these yeah. movies are like yeah we did it and this is like oh okay yeah. well mm-hmm. there's the first and second movie they essentially kind of end the same yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah. this one everyone he knows dies mm-hmm. right it's uh for the the um, enter the dragon that kind of has a good ending but even then you know, he has to... Yeah, his sister got murdered. Yeah. <laughs> like, his, yeah. His, his new friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They both got put into, like, late sharks with lasers on them. But, yeah, it was fucking bad, dude. Yeah. So, um, we'll see where we are going to yeah, rank we'll this. Yeah, we'll see. What, okay, Barker, would you tell people to watch this? I uh, think we made it up. Yes. Yeah. Just watch this movie. Watch watch any piece of media with Bruce. Like, <laughs> yep. He, he, from when he's a little kid. Yeah. Like, he is, he is charming... As as an eight year old man, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Enrique, you say no as of right now. It's for fine. people to watch it. Yeah. Um. No, I wouldn't say that. I'm oh. gonna watch it again. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, anything Bruce Lee is worth watching. There's not a lot. So. But but as of right why, now, you liked Enter the Dragon more and Fist of Fury more. As of right now. Uh yeah. Which one of the three? Obviously not this one. Which one of the other two would be your favorite so far? Of the other two? Yeah. I think you ranked Fist of Fury higher, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I like Fist of Fury better because I liked how he... Which one, Barca? Fist of Fury. Yeah, I like that one because of the different... <laughs> when he plays <laughs> the different characters. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was that was cool. I like yeah. that. Okay. Uh, Super Bruce Stevens. Favorite Bruce Lee movie? Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I gave me that part two. <laughs> no. With Bruce Lee. He's <laughs> uh, at the beginning. If someone is... Is, uh, is that the one with the fucking motorcycle? His, they still his his the uh, his coffin oh, at the beginning. Christ, uh, <laughs> what would it be? I uh, I think I'd go with Enter the Dragon, but I did like watching Fist of Fury with you guys. That was Fury. that was a good movie. All right, uh, Super Duke Stevens, where do you? What's our list look like right now? Yeah, so your list right now is number one is Fearless, number two is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Number three is The Raid Redemption. Number four is Fists of Fury. Fury. Number five is Clan of the White Lotus. 
Number six is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Number seven is Enter the Dragon. Number eight is Hero. Number nine is the 36th Chamber of Shaolin. Damn. And number 10 is Wheels on Meals. Uh, side question, and this has nothing to do with the voting, I'm just wondering, did this like at least put a little bit of coolness on Chuck Norris? Yeah, of course. After okay. Silent Rage, yes. <laughs> But isn't it crazy? Just like it's yeah. the same dude. No, I know. And he's not even old in Silent Rage. We well, can say not, like, oh, he was a little and older. And he's not man. even really speaking in this movie at all. I know, I know. Yeah. But kind of, kind of better than he did. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? But, but it's just kind of crazy how like just that that choreographer makes such a difference, right? Like you know, and the people around him. Because even the fight scene with the student, with the the other the other martial art, the other karate guy, it's a pretty badass little mm. scene. Yeah, you know, even with all that chest yes, and back hair. He is still cool. <laughs> oh my god, we didn't even talk about that's it. That's how cool he is in this. That even when, that didn't affect when Bruce grabs yeah, that chest hair, bro, and he just drops it as a kid. You're like, That's my dad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he just man. So, I, I forgot to say this. I'm I got a little bit of time before I gotta go over here, uh, before work, and um, a show on um, oh my god, Tracy Morgan on TBS, um, last OG. No, oh, you. If you guys haven't watched the last OG, yeah. it's awesome. It, new, new episodes are happening right now. And it's it's a very, it's an interesting show because it'll go sad, funny, sad, funny. Like it does that pretty well. But he's with his son in in, in, in the house and he's like, man, and, and it just shows a guy doing like karate moves in the sun because obviously he can't afford Way of the Dragon. But he's like, man, you need to watch this. This is where he pulls out the man's chest here, man. And the kid's on the phone. He's like, I'm watching it. You ain't watching it. This is Way of the Dragon, the greatest movie ever made. And I was like, oh shit. Like, that's funny. Because I, I, like, I had it recorded and I was watching it. And he's like, so he pull out his chest here. And it's like, look at the, I think he even said something about the cat. I could be, I could be making that up in my head. But I know the chest there for sure. And I was like, ah, that's kind of fucking funny. And the kid's like, I'm watching it. You're like, you ain't watching like he's like giving them a hard that's time. how kids pay attention yeah, that's, I'm like this is how I was watching it with Zion and shit I'm like man you, you understand what the fuck's happening right now bro like you know come on so I just thought that was funny because I'm like we're about to do the podcast today and I see that that's, that's really really good uh, so shout out Tracy Morgan man we, you love, if you love martial arts movies like we do we'll, we would love to have you on the podcast yep <laughs> hashtag Tracy Morgan alright so <laughs> alright uh, so those are our top 10 I know where I'm going with this. I don't think it's a secret. Nobody fucking has a question where I'm going with this, guys. And again, and look, y'all, y'all can hate on me all you want. You can. Well, I was gonna. Oh shit! I was gonna go with the Jesus and Marrow, but I'm gonna stop. It's cool. I just, I'm a grown man. I'm, I gotta be better. It's cool. I get it. But this is where I, I told y'all why, why I feel the way I feel. So for me, guys, not even a question. Number one, it's it's not even fucking close. Like Fearless is a great movie. Don't get me wrong, but it has, it doesn't have. All that other emotional emotional shit tied to it that I that I that I have with this movie. So, well, number one for me, um, uh, I think I know where Rodriguez is going to put it or not put it. I guess, but uh, Barker, where are you going? I was going to say two okay. in but, front of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yes, in front of Crouching, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. I, in many ways, they're they are movies that that relate to each other. I fight the best to be the best, mm. um, but Bruce. Um, Teng Long is very humble, whereas um, Chai Yong Fat um, Wang Wang Shi. Oh, I forgot his name in, in that movie. Let's oh, see. Um, uh, Ho Wenja, right? Maybe. Yes. Um, has to learn how to be that humble. <laughs> so I think the journey, the 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 emotional journey, is more in Jet Li's movie. Him seeing him his. 
his family die. Amazing. Seeing mm-hmm. the the guy's um, godson kill himself, and he's like, "Yeah, I did it." <laughs> you sorry, don't get, sorry, Thea. You don't wow. get revenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, so number two for me. Awesome. So Enrique, you don't have it in the top ten. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I can't put it in the top ten right now. I'm gonna give it another watch to see how I feel about it. Maybe if you guys um, allow it, I you know maybe I we can I can re. Um, rewatch it and then talk about it next time. And maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe I like it better. But as of right now, it's not in my top ten. So, the, so because okay, so then okay. there's only one fair way of deciding this. What is that? Ready? Is this Hold on. Would you say it's better than? I would say this is. Yes, I would say. Look, well, I'll tell all, you. All your movies below aren't like they're not all there. No, no, I know, but Kickboxer so. might be like our our, no. our lowest of the of the high, isn't it? No. No. Oh, we just don't have them on there. Okay, okay, okay. I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. These are just the most. Like three I recent. took a lot of your movies off of there. Got you, you got only got, you, got, got you. your okay. top okay, okay, ten. Okay, okay, got you, got you. But like, if if just thought because we have Blade, Yip Man, mm-hmm. and Kickboxer mm-hmm. on here that that's, are not in the top. That's 10. just because they're recent. Yeah, got you. All your I understand early what you're saying. I understand yeah. what you're saying. Okay. Um, I like this better than Blade, but I don't like it better than than Yip Man. So if you have and Yip Man for me is way way. I mean, Yip Man would be yeah. in my top ten. Top, top ten. Yeah. I remember that you really like that movie. But if we had it like let's say just for say at in, at, at an eleven, could you say that you would put this at a twelve? Oh yeah, at a twelve. So for right now, can we divide the three and see where it lands, or does that not work? One, two, and twelve. Oh, if yeah, we just can. for right now. I'm just saying because maybe you you watch it again. You're like, nah, dude, I keep it at twelve. Like, let's mm-hmm. find out where that's at. Like, mm-hmm. and then we'll just leave it there. That would put it at five. Okay, then it's number five. Now, is that sound? Is that sound about? Is that cool? We'll keep it at five right now. Sure. And then it, we'll see. And then if it stays there, it stays there. And we you've know it's also, already. At five. You've also talked about revisiting Shang Chi, so maybe maybe as as part of our intro next time or something like that, we can revisit the two movies, which I've, I've and make re- adjustments too. I've rewatched it. I've rewatched it as well. And and I I but you liked it a lot. I I loved it again. Okay. I yeah. I, I don't think it deserves to be in the top ten. I've only rewatched the fight scenes, mm-hmm. and I think the fight scenes are amazing. I saw, actually I saw part of it. Mm-hmm. Um. The the Trevor and Morris is funny, but it's does oh, it detract uh-huh. from the martial arts? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I, I saw a video and they're comparing the beginning scene with uh, Tony Leung and his wife, and then the scene at the end. What? Uh, no, the scene at the oh, end. Oh God! Okay, with okay, Shang Chi okay. and again and the dad, Simu yeah. and Tony Leung, and how how he then uses the same move. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I. I, I that was amazing, mm-hmm. um, but I might put it lower. So I'm maybe not. maybe we can revisit. Don't okay. do that. Don't do that now. Okay, okay. So folks, because you're wrapping up episode forty, we'll redo the list. Okay. Fifty. Let's do fifty. Episode fifty. <laughs> well, because it's that's a, still fourteen away. Just so you have an idea of where so you're at. In twenty twenty two, maybe twenty three. We don't know. Well, what about for <laughs> your God New Year show? Then start off a New oh, Year. Oh, we can do that. We yeah. can do it for New Year's. Can do Super Producer Stevens. That's why they so pay the big bucks. What is that? Forty three fortieth show. Mother <laughs> truckers. <laughs> that was kind of awesome. Is it really the fortieth show? That's badass. Uh, <laughs> that's why you're the best, Marco. That's why you're the best. All right. So for right now, it is number five. Screw you guys, Edgar. But this is just week one. <gasps> Only week one. 
Chuck Norris. Of Chuck member to remember, guys. Yeah. All right. Second week of December, we're going with Missing in Action. Oh, yeah. This movie's so badass, you can't find it anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is so bad, comma, ass, (laughs) that you can't find it anywhere. So you better get to your Apple.com. That's where we are. Um, Apple. That's where you can. Uh, Apple, you TV. Know, yeah, Apple TV. You get there. I was going to say iMovies. I don't fucking even know what it's called anymore. Uh, Apple TV. You can get it there. I'm sure you can find it at your local swap meet. I'm pretty sure you can find it at your local Walmart in the bin. Uh, but it is missing in action. Canon. It's literally oh, missing whoa, in action. Wait, it's what? Canon. Canon. I'm in. I'm fucking <laughs> in. And Enrique is completely out. <laughs> because of that. Hey, he said Canon the right way. He We're did. good. Canon. <laughs> All right. I'm about to say bye. Oh, wait. Right. Before we go. Yeah. Shit, we got some phone calls coming Bam. in again. Thank you, man, for that shout out. That's awesome. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Enrique, what can they reach us? Gung Fu Super Bros Pod on Instagram, Gung Fu Super Bros on Twitter and Gmail. Uh, hey, folks, remember to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to us. Uh, that helps. That actually moves our metrics a bit. Yep. Uh, also, leave us a voicemail at gungfusuperbros.com or on our Google Voice number at 661-401-5941. Uh, if you um, leave your name and somewhere we can send stuff to you, we'll hook you up with some stickers. So, again, maybe for that 40th show, too, we don't even watch a movie. Maybe we just go through our list. Yeah. Like, and just kind of try to hash just that out. Because, the- yeah, man. Because they're, they're like, like, you feel about it. I, I don't, I like it, man. I like other things more than I like that. So movie. how are we going to do this though? Are we going to, are we going to get the whole list of 40 movies and just basically do our top 10? Our I think, personal I think top it would tens? be good to have the list just to see them. I don't necessarily know. Well, shoot. Black Nanime should be number two. So are we only going to relist the top 10 or are we going to, re- you know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe we feel that something should be out of it. So it should be. In. I think you could br- all bring your own top 10 lists and then you can decide on a. Is there a way of mathematically list? doing this? Like, can we set up a spreadsheet? I'm out. <laughs> we we can, but I, like if you don't have them in your top 10, we have to consider how you're counting them. But we can do all that off air. Gotcha. All right. So Obarka, say bye. Uh, mahalo folks be good humans Enrique uh, thank you for listening super producer Stevens bye y'all and again love you guys thank you for doing this every week operator I like to call America yes America <laughs>